Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Happy Tuesday morning, all. We are the Junks. We're coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan, the Team 980 AM, and Monumental Sports Network. We're brought to you by Crop Metcalf, the official Heating and cooling company of the junks. If you're looking to be the next five-star technician, just go to cropmetcalf.com. Do that today. I'm Cakes at Money Metal Cakes on your Twitter, at Cakes Flops on your Instagram. I'm joined by John Paul Flight. What's up, Cakesy? Hello. Good morning to you. Cakes. Jason Bishop. That's cakes. who you just heard. Cakes. Cakes. Eric Bickle here. Probably in the bathroom. That would be my best guy. I don't know. I think I don't he was know. talking golf with EB, with uh, Valdez. No, I don't know. what He's like shaving in the corner. <laughs> it's very weird. What's he shaving for? He, he said he said he doesn't want to shave in his car because it's a new BMW. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then I, my guess is he doesn't want to shave in the studio and right. get hairs all over so the studio. So he's doing it in your studio. So he's doing it in our studio. Very weird. weird yeah. bit. <laughs> Most people shave at home. Yeah, or just choose not to I, shave. I, I just hate shaving, so I like to multitask. <laughs> and I don't want to do it in the new car. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't return a, like a loaner or whatever it is back to BMW in Fairfax. They'd be mm-hmm. they'd be irate. No, I mean it's my lease, but it's brand oh, it's your new. Lease. Okay, yeah. And yeah, I just yeah. don't, you know, my 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 kids even said, "Dad, you're not shaving in this car." Yeah, it's just just gross. I don't be like, like to just stand that'd be like somewhere biting your fingernails and spitting them on the, I'm the floor. On bi- of your I'm out on biting my fingernails because I hurt my teeth, so I, 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 <laughs> I broke that habit. I did. I broke that. What habit. about shaving in the shower? Just shave, 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 shave. Um, in the shower. I, I don't really like to do that. <laughs> like you're freshly shaven. That's what I shaved in the shower yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I like it because you get the hot water in there, and it kind of yeah. loosens everything no, up. I can see why you it's, like it, but you also can't see what you're doing. Do you have a mirror in your shower? Well, I mean, I do what I can based on feel, and then I, when I get out of the shower, I'll touch up. Nine times out of ten, I'm showering at the club, <laughs> and I don't have a, Yeah, you're a club guy. <laughs> I don't have a mirror in there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they, whatever. But now, at the club, they do. The, I know this. They do have razors and shaving cream available right there at the same. They, they <laughs> do, but that, I just I don't like wasting time with little things like that. I like to multitask. Do it while I'm driving. Do it while I'm, you know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Do it while you're driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't you do stuff while you're driving? I don't shave while I drive. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't do that. I try to focus on the road as much as possible I while can... I'm driving. I could drive with about 50% uh, oh. attention. <laughs> Famous last words. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> For a guy who drives probably more than anybody in this room. Just remember. Kind of scary. He ran over somebody in Fairfax. That's true. That, 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 that was a long time ago. <laughs> that guy jumped in front of me. <laughs> I, jumped almost, on I almost hit a guy 
last week, I think Friday morning, right here around the oh, corner. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I had the green light. Yeah. But on the green light, on the crosswalk, sure. the pedestrian has the, I know. the it's, right of way. It's where I'm the most cognizant. I'm but I didn't see in. the guy. He was coming off the metro. I didn't see I him. I know. And all of a sudden, I was going. I, I, and take, I, I was like five feet from hitting this I guy. I literally take my turns in D.C. at about two to three miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm just paranoid if somebody come even at this early hour. A human I'm, in the walkway? Somebody, yeah, like me missing them, like taking a step and them just blending in with... With the pavement, because it's dark. Mm-hmm. It's hard to see people at this time of day. BT Dubs. I don't know what company owns the toll road. Okay. Uh, the Greenway. Yes. This is unbelievable. <laughs> they are. They want to raise the rates, the one-way rates on the toll road. What right now, they're currently uh, on, I think, peak hours. It's five seventy one way. They want to raise it to $8.30 one way. Mm-hmm. And what is it they're, currently? It's 570. They want wow. to raise so it like two and a half bucks. It's a sizable hike. And off off hours, they want to raise it to like 610 or 630. Or yeah. Something. I mean, $8.30 one way, that toll road is going to, no one's going to go on that toll road. That's just <laughs> going to make the traffic even worse on all the surrounding areas. I bet you're wrong. I bet people will. No, they, the traffic has decreased. Since, oh, it's, it's really plummeted. Oh, yeah, it's decreased. Mm. Eight, 16, 17 bucks round trip during uh, peak hours. I mean, it seems I mean, exorbitant. It's absurd. <laughs> and I I think I heard on the news that there's a, a Virginia commission, like a Loudoun County commission that has to approve it. Mm-hmm. If they approve that, I, I, I'm moving. Just don't use it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just don't use it. I mean, it. Some, I, I usually don't. Yeah. But sometimes I have to. Yeah. You yeah. know, when you, when you have to get somewhere. It's all a matter of choice. Like, I don't have to use the ICC every morning, which is a toll road, mm-hmm. but I do. How much is it? Because I'm it, using it. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know how much it's not super expensive a, probably a, for his ride. I get a bill in the mail Two every bucks. month, and I just look at it, and go, okay, <laughs> more, more money off my bottom line, getting sent, yeah. getting sent elsewhere. Right, the ICC is not overly expensive. It's not. That's an expensive parkway, well, or whatever you call only, it. Like if Jason's probably using it just for a few miles, right? Yeah. If that, and it's privately owned. It's, it's yeah. privately owned. Like just that little a, stretch. When you're on it, it's what? How many miles are you on it for? If you were using oh, it if to I go was home to, or if, something. If I was to go through the Greenway? Yeah. Oh, it's three, four miles. It's three or four miles for eight yeah. bucks. Yeah. Those guys probably have yachts, big sprawling estates, if I'm, I had to guess. I'm only jealous. <laughs> I'm only jealous I don't have that. The toll road, toll road business is just great. Uh, as far, I mean, from the, an outsider's view, I'm sure there are obviously expenses. Could I charge yeah. people to walk on my grass? <laughs> Like tell the mailman he can't deliver my mail. Like charge him every time. I don't know about that. Your own personal property. I'm not sure. I know I can't. The street. I feel like yeah, the but grass, like your driveway. Like yeah. Like if you want to cross my driveway, it's going to cost you a quarter. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to sit out there and enforce it, how are you going to enforce that? I don't know. You put a toll meter out there. there. So yeah. the company that owns the uh, the greenway is the Toll Roads Investors Partnership. I don't know where they're based, but they're evil. Hey, that spells and, out trip. Toll road investor partnership. Trip, yeah. Well, the trip dudes are evil. (laughs) So there's a public hearing tonight at Freedom High School in South Riding. You should definitely go at 6 p.m. Make your voice heard. 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Oh, so yeah, six till 10. I'm just not going to go, but I'm hoping people do, and they uh, they're outraged. I mean, eight dollars you know and thirty cents. This is your attend- This is your roll call right here. Hey, you should see if someone will represent you by proxy. Ooh, that's a great call. 
Yeah, well, I mean, there's got to be more people that are just pissed off about this that use this all the time. They have to be. Probably. $8.30. I mean, it's ridiculous. I just wonder how did that happen that they were able to, I guess they just owned the property? Somebody owned the, the land day. before. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know who owned it before. I don't know who they sold it to. But, th- but this typically group. when something like that happens, they, they the government or whatever will claim imminent domain or whatever, right? And they'll just take your house and <laughs> yeah, they'll just build their know. road and you just get a little check and you're effed. Yeah. How did that not happen I there? don't know. Well, so hopefully they go bankrupt and then the state can buy it back. <laughs> yeah, or they just swoop charge in. Charge $2. <laughs> go bankrupt with nobody using it. Yeah, the good news is I think our supervisor, accounting supervisor, Letourneau, is adamantly against the toll raises. There's got to be some sort of... Mary Kay Letourneau is your, your county supervisor? Yes. Really He's silly, though. <laughs> There's got to be some sort of voting that they can that they can vote this down. There's got to be. Yeah, I don't know. Because if, if that was the case, and if this, you know, the trip group wanted to raise it to 15 bucks, they could. Absolutely. I mean, if they really wanted to. I mean, no one's going to drive on it if it's 15 bucks. I'm telling you, the, the traffic has decreased since they raised it to what it's currently at. Mm-hmm. So if they raise it to eight dollars and thirty cents, it's going to be worse. Well, sometimes on the uh, like the express lanes, depending <laughs> on traffic, they'll jack the, they'll jack the toll up to like thirty bucks, <laughs> like on the Beltway. I, I know. Or sixty six. Correct. It's it's insane. You know what? And during peak hours, yes. You need. We all need to move where there's less people. Is there? Yeah, there's that, just too many the people great, here. The bigger takeaway is agreed. We all need to move to like. Wyoming or Montana hmm. or Alaska. I'd like to do that, but I still would like a nice restaurant nearby. Is there any way I yeah, can move I mean, to Wyoming and still have, have a nice restaurant? If you're going to move where there aren't any people, you're going to have trade-offs. Yeah. You're not going to have all all of the uh, the bells and whistles That's and the problem. Uh, comforts that you're used to. Travi, you never use the toll road, right? No, I always, if I need to use it, I just bail off in 28 and then yeah, take right. the side roads. Right. Very so nice. So you never give a dollar. The cheap skates way around. A matter of rest of my life, I'll never give $1 to them. Right. right. Yeah. Good. We'll put it on your tombstone. That's never smart. Give a dollar it's an act of defiance. I kind of like yeah. it, Drab. I'm reading that an Australian firm bought the Greenway or bought 86.7% of the Greenway. For $533 million. Oh. Mm. All right, we're going to buy a Greenway. We're going to rip off people in Northern Virginia. <laughs> That's what they're doing. What is happening out here? Anyway, so get out there to, to uh, Freedom High School tonight. <laughs> how, much would I, how much would I have to pay you, Jason William Bishop, I think William's your middle name, <laughs> to go to this meeting from and stay from 6 p.m. until 10 p.m.? Mm. I mean, it's got to be four figures. Yeah, it's in the four figures. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, just think, I, I wouldn't even do it for crawling into bed. I know, I know. I'm hey, well I was aware. in bed at seven last night, but I watched the. Oh uh, it's a really. I was in bed. I was watching the Duke Virginia Tech game, so Are I wasn't 100? asleep. <laughs> I feel like it's something. <laughs> but, like- but again, there's no difference to me than watching a game or a show from your bed. Or watching from the couch. That's fair. So, what time do you the... think you dozed off? Because I had, um, I had my daughter's swim was from seven to eight. Yeah, it's probably nine. I okay. even watch the tech game. I actually fell asleep pretty early, and I noticed I almost never wake up with a headache. I I don't get headaches very often, but I have a headache, and I'm pretty sure it's because. I haven't drank a soda in a few days. Oh, that Good. would give me a headache. Oh, you hear you have a I'm caffeine a withdrawal. You have caffeine, caffeine withdrawal. withdrawal. That caffeine <laughs> slash sugar withdrawal. Yeah, yeah. I, sure. would, I would not be doing well if I hadn't had a soda or a coffee in two straight days. Yeah, it would not. It would not be. I've going done well. it before, where I've 
giving up soda for a month. It never really sticks. <laughs> see, we'll Bickle, see. so I said I was in bed at 7, so you start laughing and joning, but I didn't fall asleep until 9. I know, it's just a weird... So what you watched the you Duke, Duke? Yeah, I watched the Duke Tech game. I mean, Duke ended up winning It was, that a, game. It was a game, game Tech kind of needed because, you know, they're going to go on a run here. Of, you know, there's only 10 games left. They probably got to go 8-2 and two to have any shot at the tournament. But you, you, know, you got to beat Duke at home. Duke had lost five of their last six at Castle. So... It's a tough place to play, but Tech just doesn't have the athletes. I know you do a lot of work trying to secure rooms for football games, <laughs> yeah. and you go to football games. Yeah. I mean, I would a say lot of phone calls. I would say in the last two weeks, probably half the shows he's in the middle of the show has called a hotel and <laughs> said, "Have you opened up your rooms yet yeah. for yeah. fill in the blank football game?" Yeah, you have to. Do you go to any of the hoops games? It's a hustle. Yeah, I went to the Duke game last year. I'm probably going to go to uh, the UVA game this year. I I don't know what date that is, but I usually make one or two. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's so far away. Like... Yeah, I mean, but here's this is the reason. Is an excuse also to your your kids? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, This is the. I mean, my daughter. This will be the last football season. Yeah. So I mean, she's graduating. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go to any tech games. After she graduates, right. so I figured I just got to take advantage. I bet of it. you, you and Macaulay are maybe a road trip, trip. <laughs> maybe like a homecoming. Sorry, you and Macaulay aren't going to do a road trip. No, well, no, no well, road trips, for Macaulay. If you did a road trip with him, you better pack a hundred bottles of Miller Lite, <laughs> maybe two hundred. <laughs> that guy likes to get after it. When he gets bitter, when you say that, yeah, too. I was going to say, <laughs> okay, whatever. He said it gets better because his kids listen. He doesn't like. Okay, his kids don't know that he, he uh, guzzles Miller Lite like we drink water with a big fatty in his lip. Yeah. <laughs> big old lipper in. I mean, I love the guy. I, I, mean, I, I never saw him. A very nice guy. I, I mean, I've been going to Tech games for four years. You haven't I'm, seen him I'm, there. I don't think I've seen him once. <laughs> my, really? My last contact with him was he. I think he DM'd me when Bill Roth and I forgot his partner's name when they came in couple weeks ago before the bowl game, before the military bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they brought in Virginia Tech gear, like a bunch of hats and T-shirts. And Macaulay's like, hey, man, can I get some of that Virginia Tech gear? Uh, and I was like, I think Jason's going to take most of it. But uh, if there's any left over, I'll, I'll, look, at, I'll look out for you. Well, he was Jason, grasping. You yeah. asked what time I went to bed. Last night I actually went to bed, but early for me. I was still just exhausted from the weekend. So I, I headed upstairs around 8.30. And I told Dee, I said, I'm going to bed. She said, All right, good. what? <laughs> so you fell asleep by what time? 9.15-ish? Maybe 8.45. You were Solid. in bed before me. He was sleeping before me. <laughs> like it. Well, That's it's, rare. It was either sleep or die. <laughs> I mean, I've been on fumes. But, um, but I tried to watch the Wizards game. And so I started. I watched the first quarter. And, you know, I. Hey, I'm they tired. got back-to-back wins over bad teams. I Maybe they aren't the so, worst team. The new coach is on fire. <laughs> what is he? Two and, two, and two, and two, two and one. Two and one. Isn't Bagley just destroying since he got here? He's been pretty good. He's been putting up really good numbers. I saw that they Sign went to from a max deal. They went from one of the worst <laughs> rebounding teams happening. to middle of the pack. Yeah. What does that tell you? That this is why they made the move. The guys aren't responding to to, uh, to West. They were tuning in a mouth. That's what that tells you. Well, they also played the Spurs. Okay, the Spurs are one of the worst games. teams. I know. Three games. I know, but look who they beat, right? They Spurs beat the and Pistons, Pistons and thinking, the Spurs. Nobody's thinking they're great, but they weren't responding to yeah. Wes. Uh, yeah, for whatever reason, they weren't. So congrats I still to think the new they, coach. I still think they, well, maybe not. I don't know if they would have beat the Spurs with Wes there, but they blew a, I think San Antonio blew a 14-point lead or 16-point lead in that game. I don't know. The Wizards I, never come back from 15 down. <laughs> it was a snoozer. He was even Wemby. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch Wemby. 
I couldn't just, hold your interest. Nope. <laughs> nope. A few melatonies and a Wizards game, you're off the La La Land. I actually didn't. Eat, I I did. I did have one. I had one last melatonin. One melly. Mm. I had one last melly mel. Yeah, I took a couple because my Nyquil's gone. <laughs> I sucked the Nyquil down. Down I'm gonna, the later in the show, I'm going to tell you. We're the most medicated show. Yeah, well, you have to be to, to keep up with the schedule. Well, I mean, I was, two weeks ago, I was six. So I was drinking NyQuil every night. Yeah. And I, it helps me sleep. Well, In fact, I sleep better on NyQuil than I do Melly. So I finished my NyQuil and at eight I didn't go back and get a refill. We're going to talk about a viral mocktail slash cocktail <laughs> that people are using to knock you out. Oh, oh really? Sleep. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Mm. And it's like, um, it doesn't, I mean, who knows? It might kill you, but, it, it, you know, it's all like sort of over-the-counter stuff. Sleepy girl mocktail. So they it's don't, not, don't, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no booze. No, no, no. Oh, I'm, I'm not interested. May have to whip one of those up. Yeah. Try it out. No kidding. All right, coming up later on the show today, we'll be joined by Barry's Verluga, Washington Post Sports columnist. We'll talk all about the commander's head coaching search and more. We're the Junks on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. We'll be right back. How easy you playing this for Amy Auville on her commute on her way to school today? <laughs> Look at you. Good call. Uh, by the way, we're just a few days away from... Mark McGrath? Yeah, Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Yeah. That's her favorite. Yeah. She so, would She would have sex ab- with Sugar Ray, Mark mm-hmm. McGrath, in front of Cakes. Yeah. And she Cakes would, would just have to cakes. deal with it. And there's nothing you could do. I don't... Do uh, you think yeah. she would turn him down? <laughs> I don't know. It's her number one. I don't know. It is her number one. It is her one seed. Well, my wife would do it with Harry Connick. Harry Connick's the, the guy. <laughs> and I would have to sit there and you watch. You just have to take it. And right. I would be fine with it. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't as long as she doesn't divorce me. I think I'd be salty, but I mean. As long as I can keep my half of the money in the bank. <laughs> Did I see it was your wife's birthday recently? It was this past weekend, yes. Nice. Nice. Correct. Happy What'd you birthday. do for the big birthday? Uh, we did something Eric Bickle would never go see now. It's something I would never do. You wouldn't do this in a. You wouldn't do this. You went to a museum. In, you wouldn't do this in a trillion lifetimes. All right, hold on. There's well, remember, he things. went to see an owl recently. All right, you went to the zoo. Did uh, not go to the zoo. Uh, She's big into her dog. Uh, uh, I don't on, know what on. they did. I'm trying to think of something. Especially, I would never is it animal related? No, 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 especially considering current events. All right, and and kind of sports related. You, you would not do this. Unless somebody paid you a hefty sum of American current currency, events. or like, so or you mean Bitcoin. political current events? Is that what no, you're no, about? not political. What do you no. mean current events? When you... I mean, what I did is it's tied to a person who's who's been who's a newsmaker. <coughs> I'm lost. Another hint. I need another hint. Um, this is something you did for your wife's birthday. It was like a celebratory thing you did. It was something she had mentioned that she wanted to. To do, even though she had already done it. All right, so hold she on. hadn't done it. With well, I know me. you would always do that uh, Ren Fest. No, it's not. I would the never Ren, do that. It's not the did Ren it involve Fest. driving? Uh, no, somewhere. It was something in our house. Oh, you did something in your house. Yes. Oh, you painted. No, I, I why vow- would they paint for her <laughs> birthday? I know, but something I wouldn't do. <laughs> I I'm surprised I it's in her house. I will never paint again. Yeah, it'll um, never happen. This is a birthday gift for her. It's something she not, wanted to do. Not so, so much you watch experience. You watch something on TV. Yeah, now you're tracking. Right. So now you you're watch tracking. something on TV. Yeah. You watch. Happy birthday. Let's watch events. TV. No, no. They wanted no, to watch a movie of it's something. It's something she mentioned that she wanted to do. So and, I, okay. And I felt like it, it's her day. It's her birthday. Oh. We're just going to do it on, on her day. You, you watched a Taylor Swift documentary. We watched the Taylor Swift Eras Tour. Three plus hours. Oh, wow. Like I'm surprised you haven't done that no, before. No, no. It's her, it's her, her most recent concert tour. Oh, yeah. 
Watched it start. To where finish. was where? Oh, okay. Man, she's a true Swifty. She's a Swifty. Well, cake's daughter, big Swifty. I am a I am a Swifty by proxy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm right there. So that was it. Anything else? Did you guys go out? Uh, we took the dog for a walk at Lake Deedwood. No um, dinner. Well, we did the dinner stuff like earlier in the week when my son was in town with his girlfriend. Gotcha. We did dinner at Grill Marks in right. the old town. That's a nice. Good spot. spot. Yeah. It was the day of the Zins disaster, and the table next to me on the way. Oh, you had to do it that night. That night. Because mm. I'm oh a trooper. I went home and took a nap, and I was good. I, I recovered. Were you able to perform later in the evening? The, the no, there was no, there was no performing. Oh. Does Grillmarks have uh, our jerseys on the wall? The owner of Grillmarks used no. to always contribute in no, the no, no. Craig it's, Walden auction. It's a classy establishment, JP. They're not, they're not putting jerseys up on What's the wall. What's that guy's name? Is it Brad? What's his name? Do you remember his name? I met him a not few times. Not sure. But as I was leaving, <clears throat> the table next to us, the guy recognized me. He's like... How you doing after the Zins there, Cakes? Oh, right. I said, I'm hanging in. I'm good. Had my prime rib with horseradish. I'm good. You still looked a little peaked the next day, though. So I'm oh, imagining yeah. you didn't look great. I, again, I was not 100%. And like <laughs> like my friend Pilk uh, told me on Twitter, yeah. doing the Zins is going to ruin your day. And I kind of scoffed. There was scoffing and mocking yeah. from my end coming back to him. He was 100% dead on accurate. So, so many the guy guys- just... Gave you kind of a shout out, but he didn't yeah. like pick up your tab at the restaurant oh, and do wish, something silly like that. I wish that. he had picked up Because you are tab. an Olney celeb. Somebody came up to me, I think it was at the wrestling meet the other day. Yeah. And he was from Olney. Mm-hmm. And he said he sees you at Safeway every once in a while. Yeah. That's, I, that's where cakes get spotted I, I usually. Sprinkle, I sprinkle my grocery store visits. I don't I don't hit the same spot all the time. The For me, the personal rankings are Harris Teeter's the one seed, mm-hmm. then Safeway. It would have been giant second, but they moved out of their their spot into a different spot, which is less convenient. So giant is now the third seed, mm. and way down the list is Roots Organic Market. Now that's because pricey, uh, but it is close. If I need something in a pinch, I'll hit that spot. But I mean, yeah. everything's organic. And everything's five times more expensive than everything else. Yeah, I don't need organic. <laughs> Just give me the regular old crap. Yeah. I made a mistake. I don't do much shopping. My wife does the grocery shopping, but I picked up a rotisserie chicken mm-hmm. at Giant yesterday, yeah. and I was like, "Why is it nine bucks? Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's how they. But usually, it's like five ninety nine or four ninety nine. And then when I got home, I saw it because it was organic. <laughs> ah, there it is. My wife always buys like the foof, whatever the foofiest eggs are. She's a, like cage free or whatever, cage-free eggs. whatever it is. Yeah, and I buy the low. So I, whenever I go, I just get the low, the cheapest. I don't give a crap what hen. Do you care it out. if they're white eggs or brown eggs? Do you care? I don't care. I don't the only care thing either. I care about is they're not cracked. I think the brown eggs tend to be more expensive than the whitey eggs. Is that whatever. true? I think so. I mean, I haven't done a detailed study, mm. but I think that's correct. So last night, I guess, or yesterday afternoon, <clears throat> Adam Schefter, I guess he did Pat McAfee's show, and he's uh, been kind of insinuating to people that. Everyone assumes Dan Quinn to Seattle and Ben Johnson to Washington. He said something to the effect of, are you going to play the audio? Yeah, he's got the audio. Yeah, here, here, listen to the audio for yourself. Well, well first and foremost, I, I'm not convinced yet that Ben Johnson's getting the commander's job. I know oh. people have said that he's the presumptive favorite, and he may get the job. Like, he, he very well may. He's in contention. But that is not a slam dunk at all right now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they are definitely looking at other people as well. And again, they may come back to Ben Johnson. But... I think that they're pretty impressed with 
Mike McDonald and Aaron Glenn and Anthony Weaver as well. And I think those guys are going to have a legitimate chance to get that job. Um, and then Ben Johnson's also in play in Seattle. So you have to see, okay, well, if he doesn't get Washington, is he then in Seattle? Or does Seattle pull an upset? Again, people have, people have said here that they think Ben Johnson's going to Washington and Dan Quinn is going to Seattle. Yes. And I will bet you, I will bet you that at a minimum, one of those is not right. Hmm. At a minimum. Okay. Maybe, maybe Whoa. both. Hmm. He's so, plugged in. He's as plugged in as anybody, Adam I, I Schefter. Mean, I will be officially 1,000% crestfallen if <laughs> Ben Johnson is not the guy. You're not even a Commander's fan. I have my, I have my heart set on He's a Ben guy. I don't know why. Are you convinced he's going to be a success? Yes. Yeah, he is. Really? I am, yeah. Well, I'm kind of with you. Well, this is, I thought Shanahan this is, was going to be a this success. Is hypocritical from Cakes. Okay. Right. I love because, yes, please. Hippos. Because he says, <laughs> he says that he's convinced Ben Johnson will be successful. Convinced. Mm-hmm. But My heart knows it. If they take Drake May at number two, get the food, where's the food bar list? <laughs> yeah, he's already got Drake May on the food bar list. I haven't, I haven't found the marker to put okay, him on here. Okay, but you said you were will, going to. I will put him on here. So that's kind of, you're contradicting yourself. Yeah. Why? <clears throat> Because he thinks Drake May will be a bust, but he thinks Ben Johnson will be successful. Well, so, why, do you think, no why do you think that they, Drake they would pick Drake May? The, 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 the leading seems to be I'm Jay saying, Daniels. I'm saying, well, who knows? I mean, we don't know anything in January. But if they do take Drake May, mm-hmm. he's got to step back a little bit and say, all right, I think Ben Johnson can make Drake May a good quarterback. Well, he I would guess if I'll that scenario to, played I'll out, have yes. to, I'll have to adjust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, listen, all, so then um, I actually didn't. He's never watched Drake Bay. He's out on Drake Bay because of one, because one guy from a guest. I did that five or less passes sometimes. from Drake Because Bay. he's compared to? He's compared to Mac Jones. He was, he's also been compared to Justin Herbert by more than more people than okay. to Mac Jones. What has Justin Herbert won in the league? Is he good? He's pretty good. I he's, set, say, he's set the record for okay. first four seasons I, for I passing would, yards. He's pretty good. He's not in the great category yet. He's still. Oh, he's, he's, I didn't say he was great. Pro- he's still out to prove some. You things. would take him in a heartbeat. Well, of course, over the trash that's been here. Yeah, yes, just, of yeah. course, he's good. Would I you take him over Brock at, Purdy? Yeah. If you put Justin Herbert in San Francisco, yeah, I mean, I think they're a better team. He, I think Cakes is a Commanders fan. I, the way he's acting because I mean, of Ben Johnson. If they don't hire Ben Johnson, I don't think out. he really cares. Yeah. yeah. If they hire Dan Quinn, he's going to be. Well, I just don't See, I have not attached myself to any of these guys. Because, mm-hmm. like, like JP alluded to, all the other guys I get excited about have always failed. So I'm just out. <laughs> just pick whoever you want, and I'll root for you. I don't care. I hope you know. And, and if they pick a defensive guy, of course they'll probably pick some young offensive whiz. So but, that'll be fine. But Schefter is on record saying, "I will bet you that they will. One, one of those two teams will go in a different direction." Not. Right. So he's getting something. It's kind of annoying that. You know, he's getting these leaks. I could see Ben Johnson going to Seattle, and then all of a sudden Washington's either going flipping and going Dan Quinn, or right. maybe they're going McDonald. So I listened to Kimes' podcast this morning when I got up because I noticed that he posted it like at midnight. And I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, if it's not Ben, so he's responding to the Schefter report. Mm-hmm. And he said everything he's hearing about Ben Johnson is great, but there was one thing, and I, and, and I was listening to it as I was getting ready, right? So. I, I, I want to paraphrase, and this is what I gathered from it. I should probably listen to it one more time. But it sounded like the one the one criticism that he has heard, and it doesn't mean that this rules him out, but that he may not be that kind of guy that this was – I have to listen to it again, but I think what he was saying is like the command's a room right away. You know what I mean? He's he's not a guy necessarily with that kind of like 
presence. He doesn't have the gravitas Maybe. that some people That was kind of what for. I gathered as I was multitasking and mm-hmm. listening. Mm-hmm. I should I, sh- I should listen to it again. Mm-hmm. But remember, and Kyle pointed this out, that the number one thing they're looking for is a leader. And what does a leader do? A leader commands a room. Is You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. the alpha everywhere. And he... He may not be that guy. So that maybe they're looking in a different direction. So maybe like some of these other guys fit that. Bill but I mean, is Slowick more? I mean, Slowick that guy. I don't guy? think Slowick is the guy. Like they're you different listen, styles. Listen if you watch, Schefter. Yeah. if you watch Mike McDaniel, does he command the room? He's different. Doesn't, doesn't matter. It's what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't mean he can't be successful. Well, I also sure... remember Peters saying about five different traits to leaders. Okay, but interview. the number one thing he said was leader. Well, Bienemy, I know, but he Bienemy strikes Bien-Ami me as being like that type of guy, but, but they're going in different directions. He rubbed so many people the wrong way. Yeah. He already burned bridges. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Cakes went through it. Ben Standing had uh, tweeted the order of the interviews. Johnson's the last one, supposedly, and it's in Detroit. When is that? Today. Oh, it's today. Maybe it'll. It, I it, think they're doing three interviews today. Are they doing Glenn today, too? I would guess they'll double dip with Glenn if they're in Detroit. Yeah, right. I retweeted it um, from Junk's Radio, and then they're doing they're doing McDonald, right? That's why I read. Schefter said, "Now again, is this coming from the agents who all say like the agent for Bianami said Bianami had a great interview? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this the agent saying McDonald impressed them, or is someone? See, everyone here locally Don't is know. saying that the Harris Group is being very tight lipped." Um, and they're not te- they're not giving anybody anything. Yeah, if that's the case, why do why is everybody assuming it's going to be Ben Johnson? So the interviews, according to Ben Standig, was yesterday was Ravens Day. Anthony Weaver, Mike McDonald. Anthony Weaver's the associate head coach, defensive line uh, coach. Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator. Today, Dan Quinn, Aaron Glenn, Ben Johnson, and it says Ben Johnson in Detroit. See, here's what I, I don't know if they're in Detroit. Here's too. what I don't understand. I would if, assume if they're going to interview Dan Quinn, is part of the group going to stay back and interview Quinn while the other part of the contingent <laughs> flies to Detroit? Like, I thought it was a group effort. That seems weird to me. That I mean they can just do them in the morning and, and then, then fly, fly out, out to Detroit. Yes, you could do that. And they do have a plane at they their do disposal. They do have a private jet. And they can get there in 30 minutes. I guess that is true. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't really considered that. Real, you know, it's kind of like us but driving then, to Laurel. Like, well, let me ask you this. If if I were to say, all right, Ben Johnson or Dan Quinn for mm-hmm. the commanders or the field, mm-hmm. what would you do? Would you take the field? I might take. Or I would might, you take listen, Johnson and Quinn? pure speculation. Cool. If you're talking about gambling, doing. not what I want, just gambling. No, I know what you want. I don't know what I want. Gambling. Well, you want a leader, so I think you would rather have Quinn than. By the way, I think the leader thing Johnson. is overrated. Wasn't wasn't Ron Rivera considered a leader? Yes, I think mm. he sucked. Yeah, you're right. Okay, let's, let's not True. just put it. Let's not put all the eggs. You in want an X's and O's nerd? Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't care. Hire that. I don't care if, if uh, Ben Johnson walks in and you barely know he's in the room. If he can go and scheme up an offense and score twenty eight or thirty points, that's the guy I want. I don't right. care if you leader of men. That I think that's overrated. Yeah, Give but me a Dan, guy that can outscheme the other defensive coordinator. Dan, Dan Quinn coaches his ass off, though. Right. He's barking okay. nonstop. Right. That's fine. Ron was Ron's picking out dresses. Yeah. Ron's on cruise control. <laughs> yeah. Ron was picking <clears throat> out uniforms and helmets. And, and yeah, I mean, he didn't coach until the last six games. Ron's had two interviews since <laughs> the season's he over. Interviewed for the McVay. Rams defensive you know coordinator job. Google well, courtesy. I, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Etiquette. All right, so hold on. Getting back to my question. So you, if I were to give you Quinn Johnson or the field, you'd, le- 
Yeah, I mean, Tibet. Yeah. Uh, I'm in field. I listen, I have no insight on the whole thing. I just went with JP Finley and Kaim always saying all indications are it's going to be Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. But this, this, where there's smoke, there's fire. And as JP said, how come it hadn't happened already? All right, no. let's ask the listeners 800 636 1067. It's a good question. If you had to bet, would you take Quinn slash Ben Johnson to be the next head coach, or would you take the field. You're talking about it from a gambling perspective, yeah. not who you want. Sure, if you went to the window, you had, had to, to throw make a bash bet. right now. Yep, 800 I think I'm going to take the field. 106.7, we'll take your calls on that next. And don't forget, Barry's Verluga from the Washington Post. <clears throat> He'll join us coming up at 740. Remember, this Friday night is a big night. Your fave DC Sports Radio host from 106.7 The Fan and Team 980 hit the stage together for a night of sports debate. Laughs, chuckles, behind the scenes stories too. It's 1067 The Fan versus Team 980 Live. It's this Friday, February 2nd, 8 p.m. at Bethesda Theater. Also, have to mention special guest Jonathan Allen's going to join us live on stage to talk about the future of the commanders, take fan questions, and more. It's all off, stair, off air, on stage, and uncensored, featuring everybody from 1067 The Fan, the Team 980. Get your tickets today at BethesdaTheater.com. It's presented by Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local. Put their team in your office. Visit MStreetBank.com for more info. When I walked into the building this morning, Carlos, yes. who once judged a peanut butter and jelly contest on this show. I still contest that I was robbed. He said many, something many to me, ago. and I didn't really understand it. And sometimes, like, I'm just walking in. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm not really paying attention. Not tracking. And then he said it again, and I stopped, and I was like, I feel rude not to be able to mm-hmm. answer. And then it took me a second. And what he was barking at me <laughs> was, you practicing. Okay. And then he said, it, I said, what? what? You practicing. Okay. For what? <laughs> exactly. That was my thought. And he yeah. goes, for Friday night. <laughs> Said no, I'm not practicing for Friday night. Yeah, I'll just be. I don't you? encounter Carlos a lot anymore because I come straight up the stairs instead mm-hmm. of going through the the main level. But a lot of the conversations that I used to have with him consisted of on my end. It was a lot of a lot <laughs> of yeah, yes, and head nods, right, and and gesturing towards him and not really understanding everything he was saying. Uh-huh. Yeah, unless I go to the desk, like when I leave, I'll go to the desk sometimes, yeah. and he'll. You know, mention something about the Wizards, right? Or, you know, then I'll come over, and then I'll, then I can fully understand. But yeah. I'm walking by, and I'm kind of mm-hmm. rushing upstairs. It's like you're practicing. Well, I heard that um, Danny's going to be roasting us. Ah, very good. That's really? part of the evening. Well, Danny's That's what good. I've heard. He's good at that. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be entertaining. <laughs> it's good, Jason. You're going to be all right. You're gonna be, like, someone's going to roast you. You're going to be able to. Uh, I'll make. I'll take a bathroom trip <laughs> during that segment. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, if you want to chime in, it doesn't seem like people really know. No one knows what to think because no one's really in the know. I, you know, I got a guy that's very uh, you know, close with some people that work in the building over there, and they, they all think it's going to be Ben Johnson, or at least they did a few days ago. But nobody knows. Um, and I think that Schefter, there's a reason why he's going hard mm-hmm. um, with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I give, I give Josh Harris and that group credit, like, Nobody knew anything about Bob Myers until it happened. Mm-hmm. Like so, they well, they also, can keep it. They can keep a secret. Well, also, I also think like. if you look at the trend, how many people really thought Raheem Morris was going to get that gig? Where do you get Atlanta? Atlanta, yeah. And then the Canales guy, or whatever, that got yeah, the, uh, no. the yep. gig in Carolina. His name came out, came I mean, out of nowhere. Yeah. So, 
We you just never act know. like we just know. I mean, yeah, you Belichick know, it could be was the presumed Falcons head coach. Right. I mean, the one obvious move was Harbaugh to the Chargers. That was the only one that, that they all got right. And yeah. Everyone, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I was wrong on the Pats because I thought Vrabel was going there. Wrong. Yeah, I'm pretty stunned that it looks like Belichick and Vrabel. I mean, unless Vrabel's not getting a job, unless the Commanders are just did the Commanders not curveball. even interview Vrabel? I don't think they even interviewed. They, him. He hasn't Kinda been named. Not that I know of. I mean, because that guy fits the leadership. Yeah, Bill. I'm surprised he doesn't. But it, I'm telling you, it taints you <laughs> your most recent success or yeah. lack thereof. It does. That's what's tainting Bill Belichick. Yeah. Well, well, he he's getting the double whammy because I think he's people are giving him the side eye because he had the personnel control too. So they're like, yeah. right. "Can you can you still coach? We we know you can't pick the personnel at least over the last three or four years. Right? It's been an abject disaster." All right, let's go to let's go to Ron. So I don't know who who, who would you throw your cash on? I was I would have if you had asked me yesterday, I would just go with what our guys are all saying around here that it looks like it's going to be BJ. Um. And believe me, I've been trying to think of EBBJ T-shirts. I've been trying to think about. <laughs> been that. racking your brain. Yeah, but um, now I BJ don't know what to bet. <laughs> now I don't know what to bet. <laughs> who isn't? Let's go to Ron. Find me a guy who isn't. <laughs> Ron, what's up, buddy? Good morning, fellas. Hello, Ron. Hey. Good, good morning. And you know, honestly, at this point, watching the the circle going round and round and round for umpteen years with the coaching carousel mm-hmm. and quarterback carousel. At this point, honestly, I don't care who the head coach is going to be. Only thing I want is somebody there is going to create a culture, a winning culture that Joe Gibbs was able to do and also address some of the issues that this team has not addressed. And that's a solid, and I mean solid, offensive line. So we are have a quarterback that can come in here and quit talking about quarterback this and that when the main problems is the people in front of that quarterback. But that's who I want is somebody that can make a change. At this point, I don't care what the name is called, Joe, fellas. But thank y'all for what y'all do. Y'all taking care of business. Appreciate you all. All right. Thank you, Ron. Very nice of you, buddy. Um, Yeah. You know, I don't mind if it's a – it doesn't have to be a – hand. like if you hire a Ben Johnson or a Dan Quinn – you're talking about hands-on guys like a McVeigh who are going to be like calling plays and the head guy. It could, I mean, it could be a Dan Camp. Dan Campbell's essentially a CEO type. Yep, it could be a CEO type. I'm fine with that. Somebody tweeted us that they were out on Ben Johnson, and I don't know this to be true. I know where you're Confirm. going. What's the report? Lisp. Or, out on him because he has a lisp. He has a lisp. Oh, really? I haven't heard him talk. And, and I was thinking about it, and I don't want to disparage people with lisps, but. I was trying to think, who's the most successful? I'm sure there are. Who are the most successful people in life with lisps? And, and I'm sure some people have subtle, huh? Mike Tyson? Scoop of vanilla, scoop of chocolate. Okay. Don't waste my time. But he, yeah, I mean, uh, okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm he's reading, got a legendary I'm reading lisp. here, I mean, this just says famous people with lisps. Go ahead. Michael Phelps. Now he's a swimmer. Yeah, these guys are all athletes. <laughs> yeah. They're not, fa- like, that has nothing to do with their Barbara verbal Walters. Ability. And I can't confirm this. It says Winston Churchill. I think uh, that's that's all they can come up with. Yeah. Two athletes, Winston Churchill, British Prime time, Minister, and Bob Wah, whatever her name, whatever Barbara Walters, whatever Baba Wawa, whatever her Baba Wawa, whatever her nickname was. I, I know him just just very briefly. Uh, I've heard nothing but fantastic things about people that have worked with him directly or have have met him. Uh, over the course of scouting on the road. Hey, where's so, the support coming um, from? 
look forward to, to meeting them. I and, hear and no lisp. Maybe a slight hint at the beginning of that. The very play first it again. Yeah, Let me hear it again. First. I mean, he's, he's got no list. I, I know him just just no very list. briefly. Uh, I've heard nothing but fantastic things about fantastic. people that have worked with him directly or have, have met him. Isolate it. Very briefly, I've heard nothing but fantastic things about people that. No list. Non discernible. You guys are searching for something that's not there. Listen, you guys I like don't kill the messenger. Well, that guy's an idiot. Who said yeah. that? He's an I don't know, a tweeter. Can you find more audio? I thought it was a reputable source. Were you listening? I said it was a... Did I, did I not preface it by saying it was a tweet and I hadn't confirmed? These guys... Uh, <laughs> they're, they're good. They're, they're special. They really are. They're, they're one of the top units in the league. Um, and... I think we've always felt that way inside the building. This year, we really need to come out and prove that to to the rest of the league. It's like a normal no list, but he's he's kind of soft spoken. That's okay for a potential head coach, which I think is fine. I think that's what uh, Time was alluding to. Very yes, they are complementary backs. What uh, what five does well, uh, Gibbs might not do as well, and vice versa. But I think they are both. Very versatile, so we might use Gibbs in some ways that people. He sounds like he might have a little extra hole. He might have a little extra saliva in his mouth. Mike McDaniel is a—he looks like a weaselly dork in joggers on the sideline, Mm -hmm. but I don't care because he schemes up great offense and he scores points. Right, and his his players seem to like playing for him. But you don't have that guy. He also has Tyree Kill. He also has and Waddle. He has nice weapons. uh, That is true. But that guy doesn't have to be your head coach. He He doesn't have to be your head coach. He could be your offensive coordinator. Who? Ben well, anybody. The guy that's anybody like that. Sick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It doesn't. You know. Right. It could be like the Lions model. That's fine. Just, just get me a top offensive mind. They're gonna. That's all I care about. I'll be stunned. They're not gonna bring back like North Turner, the dad. Like they're yeah. not gonna. Like they're not no, gonna do. It's that. a forward-thinking organization. Yeah. So they're gonna bring in. It's gonna be some young, handsome, dreamy guy. They're on the cutting edge of analytics. I almost want it to be fossil. Dan Quinn just to blow cakes his mind. <laughs> Yeah, but if it's I Dan Quinn, it's fine because yeah. he's going to Dan Quinn's not stupid. He's going to bring in an yeah, offensive guy. He'll bring guy. Kellen yeah. Moore or whoever. Again, when he was in Atlanta, who did he, he have as He had Kyle Shanahan. Right, right. One of the great offensive minds. Well, towards the all, end, I don't know who his first silly. Well, he, maybe. But still, I mean, he's whoever comes in, if it's Aaron Glenn, if it's Quinn, mm-hmm. if it's Mike McDonald, they're going to they're not stupid. They're going to bring an offensive guy in. I'm getting a I'm getting a, a McDonald <clears throat> little late. I can see that. Tingle. Yeah, I could see that. Late tingle. Wouldn't be shocked if that happens at all. Can we listen to audio of him? Does wouldn't he have you a be, list? Wouldn't you be fine with McDonald? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with any Kicks of them. Kicks wouldn't, but you know, I just didn't want the enemy. I've pivoted. I, I've said I'd be okay with McDonald, but you better bring in an offensive genius in tandem with him. Well, what do you think he's going to bring in? Is a high school football coach? Of course oh, he's going to bring in. He's going to bring you guys deserve a lot of credit for for playing that certain way. I mean, I, I guess the, the culture is probably the first thing that um, you know Harbs instills with the whole team, and that's, that's been a you know how we've operated here for a long time. And then um, you know, really, just you know, the coaches do such a great job with their with their with their rooms on a day to day basis. And no speech impediment. He's no, good. Bring he him sounds in. like a little. He sounds like a little more alpha than BJ. We spend way too much time. Concerned about how they sound. Yes, what else we do? supposed to do? <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, but it really doesn't don't mean you agree anything. He sounds a little more alpha than Johnson. Again, I think that's way overrated. I think they're both. His defense looked good in the second half. A little, a Did little you see alpha. how fiery Ben Johnson was getting during the Niner game? No, he was fiery. 
I think he's an alpha. Didn't pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> All right, don't forget, coming up at the 7 o'clock hour, we <laughs> will be joined by Barry's Verluga from the Washington Post. And later in the show, we'll give you a chance to win tickets to see Gabriel Iglesias at Eagle Bank Arena. So keep listening. You- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talks are presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the junks. Here's your guest lineup, Barry Verluga, joining us at 740. And John Keim, we'll talk commanders with him, latest on the coaching search and more. That's coming up at 840. Hmm. Wanted to get into a quick TikTok story. We've all <laughs> determined that we're too old to actually have TikTok accounts. I think I speak for the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't need it. I mean, if something's going crazy, it'll it'll, it'll make I've it I've seen a few TikToks that make me platforms. chuckle or come across my Twitter feed, but I don't have TikTok. Mm-hmm. But apparently a TikToker is facing backlash online after she slammed a Gen Z worker who declined an 8 a.m. meeting so they could make a fitness class in the latest example of the younger generation shaking up the workplace. <laughs> The social media personality who goes by Corporate Natalie co-hosts the Demoted Podcast, which is about workplace shenanigans, along with another TikToker named Corporate Bro. Mm. In one recent vid, Natalie read out a question submitted by one of their listeners. Quote, when asked to come in for an 8 a.m. meeting, my Gen Z new hire said, "Ugh, sorry, I can't make it. I have a workout class. (laughs) Should Should this be allowed? So well, that, the, the the funny thing is, pretty ballsy. is that yeah. most people online, according to that story, defended the worker who said, no, I'm not going to the meeting because yeah. I have a fitness class. Well, <laughs> Natalie reacted. She's one of the co-hosts. You just started this job. You're, they're wrong. I don't give a flying 
S about your workout class. <laughs> right. Also, an Correct. 8 a.m. workout class is too late. Workout at 6, maybe 7. Yeah. Yeah. The, the boss or whoever's answer is correct. I think she's correct. All of the commenters that are defending the chick or whatever, wrong. Like, could you imagine You're wrong. us? Like, we have a meeting scheduled with CK, and he said, and we said, you know what? I got a, I got a spin class. Which I can't make it. Uh, yeah. He'd be like, what the f are you talking? But about? it's a quarterly <laughs> meeting. What if it was one of those meetings that's downstairs that nobody really pays mm. attention to? Who you shows up? We've been that. there a bunch of times. <laughs> right. yeah. Okay. Jason will sit in the last chair by the door. <laughs> and I'll be the first to leave. Okay. Listen, you want to blow it off? Fine. Just but don't say don't that's say, why. Don't say <laughs> right. you're going to. Yeah. Don't think that that's some sort yeah. of justify. It's not no, I th- look, I'm with you. I, I think it's a ridiculous excuse. But the thing that I found fascinating is the person that got the criticism was the boss. Well, it just shows you. The- for giving the worker a hard time for skipping out on a work meeting. The commenters are well, crazy. Well, might be a million Gen to go to a workout in the, class. In the comments who right. kind of share the same outlook. Why isn't she fired? Fire her. It <laughs> might be worth firing. Yeah. Really? You're, oh, not, I gonna, think you're it, not gonna come you to a mandatory meeting? Right. I think it was dubbed an off hours meeting. So whenever the hours normally start, let's say normally work starts at nine mm-hmm. and it was an eight o'clock meeting, but a quarterly meeting. Now, I'd be a dagger if we had to come in here for like 3 p.m. meetings. No, that would stink. No, they're usually well, pretty the kind beauty. to us. That's the of Zoom. They're pretty kind to us, and they, they try to schedule meetings. Yeah, sometimes convenient. these things happen. Like Friday night, you guys are going to an off-hours event mm-hmm. because it's mandatory. And, it's and no appearance fee. It's just like any other job, right? Like the mandatory meeting quarterly. Go work out at 6 a.m. <laughs> I, I I would fire that person right. in a second before right. you waste one more minute of energy. Alter on... your exercise routine. Yeah. You, you have to be flexible sometimes. Well, just We're living in a crazy world. Is, is it people living in a fantasy world. <laughs> I'm going to work on my tushy. Can't, I can't go to the um, to the meeting. That is important to work <laughs> on the tushy. It's fine. But if you, you want to blow it off, just say you're sick. You know, yeah. best don't excuse go ever. say you're sick. Yep. But don't, don't, um, don't say I'm going to the gym. Meetings or, do suck. When we were at WHFS... We had to have a meeting with Lisa. Once a week? Every Friday. Yeah. And Jason, we'd walk down the hallway just be like, no No small small talk. talk. No small talk. Jason wouldn't even go into the room. He would stand in the doorway. He would stand in the doorway. Yeah, I would. She she didn't like us. I mean, what about The the feeling was mutual. (laughs) What about the the guy? Look, I, I don't necessarily agree with the guy, but I do understand why he's upset. Because apparently, if you read or listen to the the story, mm-hmm. uh, the meeting was called like um, last minute, last minute, mm-hmm. and he booked the class the day before, and, and it cost you money, and it cost him money because he can't cancel. It'd be like if you had a physical therapy appointment and you can't cancel because it's within twenty four oh, hours. To my wife, she does these Soul Cycle or whatever the hell, not Soul Cycle, but it's one of these yeah, things. Yeah. And it, you you got when well, you sign up, and then you you paid your twenty bucks already. And so, like, if you don't go, yeah, you get charged. You, you regardless. get charged anyway. I mean, I do get well, it. Well, that just wasn't in the story. Did the employee tell the boss that? Yeah, that was, that was in the. Uh, a, I'm out seventy five bucks. Or yeah, that's bucks, what the employee. That was one of the employee's gripe is and that he can't the, cancel the. They just said they said uh, tough s. All right. Yeah. Sometimes. So they said, all right, you're just gonna have to eat it. Sometimes well, you're the, the hammer. Sometimes you're the nail. <laughs> the the article also points out that phrase, which I think we've talked about: quiet quitting. Yeah. Right. Well, or what, more 
more and more. They say more and more, but I mean, I think EB and I, when we had our first real jobs, were quiet quitters. <laughs> we were ahead of the curve. Yeah. You guys were I still remember our boy Rob got a job where I worked for the mortgage company, and EB and I would get together for lunch, not all the time, but on occasion. And, and so Rob, had, I, don't, I, I want to say we went to Houston's, which doesn't exist anymore in Bethesda, but wherever we went, we were there for like two hours, and it was his first day of work, <laughs> but he was stuck with us. Hey. Uh-huh. He didn't seem to care. Trying to fit in with the, with the uh, current <laughs> he, employees. He didn't get cammed. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was noticed <laughs> that he took a two-hour Oh, lunch. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so, Bickle, what, what's this mocktail, this all-new mocktail that's out there that's going to just knock us out? Well, I don't know. I mean, it, I guess it's been viral for a few weeks, and somebody— And my, By the way, my wife and daughter are mocktailing the entire month of January. I have no interest in mocktails, by me the too. way. Put a C in front of that thing. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Give me the real thing. Thank you very much. My wife can't wait for tomorrow midnight. Oh, okay. She's doing so the dry she did January dry bit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what's this? What's this? Deal? All right. So I you listen. I get like cakes. I'm not a TikTok person, but I guess it's gone to the point now where it's gone so viral that other uh, media outlets are picking it up. And there's this woman who uh, she's put together a pre bedtime drink branded as the Sleepy Girl Mocktail. It's Gracie Norton. She's based in L.A. and apparently it knocks you right out. And it's the two key ingredients are. Tart cherry juice and mm-hmm. magnesium powder. Yeah. Now, I remember Rick Snyder a few years ago. We've got swore, both of those in our kitchen. He swore by tart cherry juice for, like, arthritis, right? He says it reduces inflammation. Nah. It allegedly has that Put quality. You to sleep. For me, it didn't work, and it's kind of nasty. I tried it. Um, but apparently, tart cherry juice has a boatload of natural melatonin in it. Mm-hmm. And that's why, and then magnesium is known to relax you. Of course. And that combo, it, like literally people are saying, like, it's hard to wake up. Like they're yeah. out. Really? Um, I think my daughter actually went out and bought that cherry juice because she probably saw this on TikTok. 100%. Yeah. Did she try it? I'm wondering yeah, what, yeah. The, what Did she say it worked? Eh, she said, yeah, it was fine. It wasn't great, but it probably depends on who you are. Yes. Uh, it probably would work for me. Pie. Cherry yeah. pie. I mean, there's horrible, a bunch of quotes from people oh, saying, "I tried cherry it. slurpee. <laughs> I slept like a baby. You changed my life. My ADHD keeps me up at night. That's kind of with me too. I have a hard time sleeping because my brain won't shut down. Correct. You guys ever have that? Yes. My brain just won't shut down. It just constantly. I need thinks. to force my brain it. Shuts down pretty <laughs> easily. I, my brain has a pretty quick switch. No, I have. No, I, I have. Ponder my daughter has tried to turn me on to ASMR, and I don't know that I can do that. What is that? Like the like the, the YouTube videos of like people just talking to you calmly, try, basically trying to lull you to sleep. Kind of like a white or, noise type of thing. Not really. Ish. It's it's. It's along like a, the same lines, but like a meditating kind of thing. Yeah, like vibe. there, there's a like a hot Australian chick whispering to you like for ninety minutes. It's supposed <laughs> to like help you fall asleep. I, I can I see just, it working because can't, can't do it. Last night, you know, swim practice was late, so we wanted to get Isabella to bed as fast as possible, just because it's going to be later and she gets up early for school. And I put, I just googled relaxing music for seven year olds. Mm-hmm. Put it on, and the thing was putting me to sleep. Yeah, it was, it was she working. fell asleep, yeah, and then I decided tired, you fall asleep to go time. to bed. So, so they say cherries, whether they're sweet or tart, are loaded with vitamins and minerals as well as antioxidants. Uh, tart cherries have naturally high amounts of melatonin, the sleepy hormone, 
An amino acid that we've all heard about from Thanksgiving, tryptophan, is used by our bodies to produce melatonin and serotonin. Um, the other reason why tart cherries are called a rock star in regards to helping you sleep, they're packed with anti-inflammatory properties, which lower your stress hormones. And then magnesium promotes physical relaxation as well as mental. I take I magnesium gummies every night. I have magnesium in my <laughs> cocktail of vitamins that I take every day. Two melatonin, 10 milligram, and one magnesium that is, gummy. So you're doing your mocktail already. You're kind of already kind doing of, it. Yeah, you really right. don't need it. It's kind of, you're kind of already doing it. He wonders it. why he's sleepy at 830. He's medicating himself. Hearing this that song. That means natural, but yeah. This, hearing this song makes me want to sleep permanently. Like, never, ever wake up ever again. It's Who one of it? the, it's a bane. Cherry pie. But JP, I'm telling you, if, if I sat in my bed, didn't take any melatonin, no magnesium, no NyQuil, if I just sat there and tried to fall asleep, it would take me an hour and a half or two hours. Right, wow. but I think to JP's point, that's why you're kind of in bed at 7.30, because you probably take one at 6.30 or something, or 7 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and then because it usually takes 45 minutes to an yeah, hour to sleep. kick in. You, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's this, why. This stuff that Cakes is, is into... The ASMR, the ASMR, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my God. It's all over. It's, is I mean, it hot? There are I, billion I can't videos tell. on you, YouTube. Are, you got a rager over there. I think there? it can be like if you took the wrong, could be hot. I sleepy head. That will get on my nerves. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, there. this is going to be talking you to sleep. Talking you to sleep. Talking to sleep. Talking you to sleep. Oh, nice. I don't like it. So the <laughs> I don't like the way it's close lipsing. to the microphone. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. bo- it's between like POV hot yeah. and put you to sleep. I, like, what about the old school Vegas nerve is. trick? Put the ice on your Vegas nerve. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's supposed to be that. Yeah, my daughter was. T- it's my tray. <laughs> yeah. my, no, my daughter, you know, all these kids, they see, I'm sure they see it all on social media. They, she's constantly, she got, you kids have this, this ice roller for her face. No. And so she's like rolling out her skin every night. Mm. Right? And then she says she puts it on her Vegas nerve before she goes to sleep, too. She doesn't seem that. I mean, she's young. I'd rather hear that guy than than that woman. James Gum? Yeah, Jamie Gum will put me to sleep over that all secret chick. Since we're kind of veering over into this category, you know, I talked about this a few weeks ago that, you know, YouTube is known for being pretty strict in their guidelines. Like, okay. They certainly will ban you for anything. Yeah. They do. They don't care about these yoga videos where literally people are. It's literally the most titillating. You stuff found you've a ever loophole. Seen. Oh, my God. I didn't find it. The, right. The creators did. Sure. They got these girls. I mean, it's the most sexually charged content you've ever seen. Yeah. Downward dog is firing you up. Downward dog with the camera right up on their cheeks and Mm -hmm. the outline of the thongs or wearing a thong. I mean, it's Sounds like you have a lot of experience with the genre. No, no. It just started showing up on my feed. Ah, randomly. Yeah, yeah. just the algorithm. I don't know why I threw this in here. Damn AI. (laughs) It was smart because I'm clicking on it. Sure. Who's not going to click on it? Now you're in. Yeah. Now you're in. You're in Thank that God. E- the evil algorithm. Thank God. <laughs> You've been saved. I don't understand how Instagram lets those ones where the girl acts like she dropped her camera, her phone down by her hey nanny, and then they they do. Have you seen that? Gravity's the I'm, one that. I'm, hit I'm, me not to on, that. I'm not on the gram a lot. Some he girls, doesn't do reels. Some yeah, I don't do reels. I think you're the only guy in the country that doesn't. Maybe do reels. I. Maybe I am. 
Because I think everyone does it when they're on the toilet and when they wake up. No, I'm on the toilet. I'm play. I'm getting my ass beaten. Words with friends. So for the most part, 2016. <laughs> I yeah, I he's have, addicted. I probably have 30 games going right now. Literally, 2016. Playing Angry Birds. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm off Angry <laughs> you got Space Birds. Space Invaders on there. <laughs> Don't have Space Invaders or Missile Command. Tre- Tetris. I do have Tetris on my phone. Yeah. I'm old. What do you, what do you want? And I'm bad with shapes. It's a deadly combination. <laughs> the reels are great because, like, for golf, there's so many golf instructional reels. Yeah, but I'm not or, a golfer. There's yoga reels. There's probably there's a billion poker reels. I'd poker reels. Is anything you can think of? Our Sauna. buddy who's a clinical psychologist, like, he battles addiction to those things and talks about how those companies all... They figured out how the brain works, and they figured out, boom, how to hook you. So for EB, it's yoga videos. <laughs> I think maybe it's happened to your brain. Um, <laughs> it's not just me. If you go on to like your direct messages or whatever on Instagram, you could see all the people that are on their phones all the time. They said seen two minutes ago or mm-hmm. seen, or on, <laughs> on. Everyone's on their reels. They're just watching reels all, all the day. People. All the people. Britney reels. All right. sorts of reels. My yeah, wife get, said she came back. Didn't she like quit Instagram or who? TikTok? And that she did a wacky dancing video Britney recently. Spears? Again. Yeah, she she quits and yeah, comes back all the time. <laughs> no, she quits and comes back all the time. Yeah, I don't know if she did this one with back. the knives. Uh, she did not. I don't think she did this one with the knives. Yeah, but it was it was not in any way to me appealing <laughs> what she was doing. No, she's a Looney Tune. All right, so I mean, Jason, before you terrible. go to bed tonight, do your Melatonies, your uh-huh. magnesium, get a healthy dose of ASMR vids. Yes, I'll and do it. Cherry all tart juice. When you're, cherry tart juice. Yeah, I'll do all of that. When your daughter recommended the AMSR, did you tell ASMR. her? ASMR. Whatever it is. Yeah. Did you just tell her, I already drink two beers a night. <laughs> yeah, that I, does the I trick. I pretty much have my solution. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, two beers and my melatonin, and I'm good. Do you so think... you do melatonin too? Yeah. Am I the only one that takes ten, nothing for bed? Ten millis. Do you sleep, and JP, you, you kind of, you brag about your sleep. Do you you sleep through the night or do you wake up? I, I generally sleep through the night. The How only thing. Have such good sleep? I don't know. Like That's you annoying. said, his brain is I think a when you get light. older. No, Valdez takes stuff. Drab, do you take anything? I don't think he takes anything. Do you take anything? He eats nachos before Say bed. That again? Do you take anything before going to bed? Like these guys are all medicated doing no, melatonin or no, something. Never. All right. No, we're but normal. He's, he's a multiple whistler. Yeah, sometimes I pass out very quickly. Yeah, he. No, he's telling me he's a he he's a, he's a multiple. Well, he's also got young sword. young oh, twins running him ragged at home. So that he'll, he'll knock one out at noon and then knock one out at nine thirty <laughs> and then boom. Well, you were celebrating last week when you did it twice, and I was like, too. <laughs> I know it's not some great accomplishment. Yeah, <laughs> you, were, you were hyping up. You did it twice <laughs> yeah. in a day. Like, like, what was the what was the gap? I, I told him not to bring that up. I, told him to bring it up. I don't remember you saying that. Yeah, I did, but that's fine. <laughs> what what was the uh, the the space gap? Uh, it had to be like eight to ten hours. Why would it have to be eight to ten hours? Two hours, I mean, maybe two hours. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow! It wasn't. It wasn't. It was a one thing and then another thing. I can't relate. You, you know. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know. Well, one might have involved a partner. Uh, oh. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> it's my break. 
can't comprehend. Your brain like, like the same thing. slow oh, day. The, Josh Harris, you're going to have a meeting with Dan Quinn here, and then you're going to fly out to Detroit the same day? <laughs> Bizarre. How can you do that? you got to go through security. you got to wait two hours, and they'll Look, close the door I to get a like, I travel like a peasant, like a normal right. person. And by He's the way, you think you didn't take Uber to Dulles? Why do you think you need eight to hours now? You didn't. This didn't happen for you, but when you had like a two-day trip to Vegas, you swore you were going to knock it out five times. I I got over my skis, JP. I I overestimated. But I mean, I like to have a little time to kind of just gather yourself. I don't think I need that much time. Better recovery. (laughs) More recovery than than I have I I tell you, we brag about it. I think my testosterone is off. (laughs) It may be. Wants to do blood tests at some point. All right, coming up later in the show, it's actually not that far off. In about 20 minutes, Barry's Verluga will join join us from the Washington Post. And John Kime coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. He'll join us at 8.40. Coming up. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 740 Barry's Verluga from the Washington Post will join us. We wanted to get into some interesting audio from Rex Ryan, who just goes in hard on Ravens offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin in the wake of the Ravens loss to the Chiefs. This is Rex Ryan from Get Up on ESPN yesterday. This is the stupidest game plan I've ever seen. And you know what, Greg Roman, every single person needs to apologize to you because you got blamed for everything about what was wrong in Baltimore. And it wasn't you because this, this new guy that we uh, praised the hell out of. Todd Munkin. Yeah, Todd Munkin. By the way, with the new guy. You, you don't have Tom Brady. Do you realize your quarterback is Lamar Jackson? Not Tom Brady. What in the hell are you doing dropping back 82% of the time? This is a team that led the NFL in rushing attempts. They had six whopping rushing attempts yeah. to the to the running backs. So Spike's like, I'll put every little dude. Hey, RC, you go play D-tackle because they ain't going to run the ball. What the hell are you doing? What do you think, Valdez? That's the criticism that everyone has. Um, well, the offense this year was very good under Munkin, so I don't mm-hmm. know why you're trying to run him out of town or apologize to Greg Roman. Right. Uh, I but believe, for that particular game. But for that particular game, um, this is what I don't understand, is I don't understand the the logic where they asked Harbaugh about it and then they just said uh, the, that's how the game went. Mm-hmm. That's not how the game went. They weren't. They're down like ten points the entire game. You can still run right. being down sure. ten points. I don't understand it. So you I, agree with the criticism that they should have run a little more? I don't know. That, was, that was their whole mo all year. I here. 
Yes, I agree they should run more, but uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, Tom Munkin knows more about football than I'll ever know. I know, I know. <laughs> but um, I just, I would like an explanation as to why they did it. Did Munkin not speak there to was the media? No, there was no explanation after the fact, the, the, and uh, Harbaugh was asked about running, and at halftime they said he that he wanted to see the team run more. So does Harbaugh not have any kind of say in what's yeah. going on with the game? I just, I don't understand the dynamic. That's and what I, wish- I said yesterday, Matt. I Harbaugh's got to come in and say, hey, Todd, dude, yeah. our second possession in the second half, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We had nine plays, and we didn't run once. Well, this does Harbaugh have, like, <clears throat> does he just give freedom to do whatever you want? I, I'm just, I'm starting to wonder hey, what the enemy treatment. I'm just starting to wonder, like, what the dynamic is. I would guess he's empowering those guys to do it unless he sees something he just absolutely Who can't stand. Who makes the fourth down calls? Harbaugh. Well, well, they asked Stern, who is their uh, chief analytics guy up in the booth, about the win probability of yeah. fourth down plays. And then ultimately, Harbaugh's decision is is the, the yes or no. But Monk is the one who calls the plays. It is it. pretty uh, alarming. Like our friend Ian Harditz, who used to work for PFF, I think he works for Fantasy Life now, he tweeted out all of the Ravens' rushing attempts all season long. Mm-hmm. And. There's not a, anything close to six attempts. I, I think like there, there was. was in that um, game. I, I saw the same thing. I think he there was 588 games in the NFL season. Yeah, regular season and postseason. This last game with the Ravens and Chiefs, it was the I think it was the fourth fewest rushing attempts in all of the games. Yeah, I mean, I think the lowest, it's almost like they were out of sorts. The lowest they just kind of got lost all season before that game was 15. I don't know. Maybe they were just caught up in the moment and yeah. weren't. I or think, overthinking themselves. Maybe. Or, uh, can I ask you? I know you got. I was surprised. So I, I, this shows you my file on Munkin is very little. I was surprised he's an older guy. I figured, dude, what, what's his what's his resume? Wh- who's he worked with in the last ten years? Resume? So? Well, he he's was Georgia. It, well, he recently was Georgia's offensive coordinator. And then for, at the for NFL back-to-back level, national and, and then in, in the NFL level, he was the the coach when Jameis was in Tampa Bay. He was in Cleveland. So he has. Game. Does he have playoff pedigree? Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's. You know what I probably. mean. Probably. Like he's an old coach. I think he has playoff. Maybe. Pedigree. Maybe. Maybe it was just he got caught up in a little bit in the intensity of the moment, and you know what I mean, the pressure. People weren't saying it was Lamar. Maybe it was. Maybe it was Munkin. Some of it, it was a game make... situation, though. They were. It seemed like they were in third and long line. So, like, if they got stuffed, well, if you're in third the long, run, you're going to probably pass, right? Right. But, but, but if they got stuffed on a run early, on first or second down, then you're more likely the, to end up passing. The Ravens, on the Ravens down. are very good at the Ravens are very good at throwing on first down and then yeah. running after that. So I think you're had, they had limited success on the early down throws. Then all of a sudden you're behind. You. Then all of a sudden you're behind the sticks and. You're uh, reticent. You're afraid to run when it's second and nine, second and eight, because you're trying to. You're still trying to chip away at that. I, I can understand. I can understand when you say the game got like that's just how the game went, and you know. But yeah, I, 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 I would just like. I would just like the answer to be, to be something other than. Um, that's that's just how it, how things happen. It's not I, a good answer. I mean, it's a terrible answer. I think I think I saw. I don't think it was Rex Ryan, but I saw one of the other coaches in the league on ESPN, might have been Herm Edwards, say it felt like they panicked because the Chiefs scored so easily. And remember, they also got stopped on downs after I think Lamar had fumbled on the sack. Mm -hmm. So at that time, at least early in the game, it looked like 
the Chiefs were just going to keep scoring at will. So then it maybe changes the way you're yeah, thinking but, about offense. I'm not saying that they had to do that. No, but they could, they could easily have done that in the second half. The first yes. half is kind of where it kind of snowballed, but the, but they kind of got their, their bearings, and yep. they could have easily fought back. But I, I will say that the Ravens have had success, somewhat some success um, against the Chiefs in the regular seasons by, by, formula, by out-dueling them. That's how right. they figure. That's how you have to beat the Chiefs. Go up and down. Is yeah. that it's going to have to be a, a track meet? So maybe that kind of went into their game plan heading into it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he, and there's and there's no answer for it. So and that's that's kind of frustrating. He was obviously in high pressure situations at Georgia at points, but like his pro experience before that, at least recently, he was with the Browns under Freddie Kitchens. And he was under Dirk Cutter in Tampa yeah, Bay. Probably so didn't make any playoffs. I, probably not a lot of playoffs. Well, in their second and third possessions there. in the second half, they went 13 consecutive plays without without running. Yeah, that's mind boggling. Yeah, it doesn't seem. And like the game was a 17 seven game. It wasn't a 24 seven game or a 31 seven game. Right. Yeah, you know, it's two scores. Yep. And it's not like Kansas City's run defense is spectacular. They're not one or two in the league. They were 18th. Pass defense a little different. Coming up next, we'll be joined by Barry's Verluga from the Washington Post, so keep listening. Bank local, cheer local, and business every day is game day. Business is always moving, up or down, but never still. That's why the Main Street Bank team treats every day like game day. Main Street Bank is a business-focused community bank proudly serving the DMV since 2004. Visit mstreetbank.com to learn how to put our team in your office. Main Street Bank, member FDIC, equal housing opportunity lender. Time to head over to the BetQL guest hotline. Say good morning to Barry Zverluga, Washington Post sports columnist. Barry, good morning. How are you? Great, guys. Hope you're doing well. Uh, we are doing well. Are you buying these reports from Adam Schefter that came out yesterday afternoon slash evening that don't get so tied up in Ben Johnson coming to Washington. That's not a done deal yet. He also threw Dan Quinn in there as far as their ties to Seattle and or Washington jobs. What do you make of that report? What are you hearing uh, is the latest in the commander's coaching search? Well, I mean, I think we've all learned that if Schefter is reporting it, it's not out of thin air, right? So um, there's got to be something to it. I, I have to say, though, you know, so much has lined up about this to be Ben Johnson, not just because of Ben Johnson but and who he is and what he's accomplished and, and all that, but it just seems to me that, you know, if you're Adam Peters and you're Josh Harris and you have the second pick in the draft and that second pick in the draft is going to be a quarterback, um, you, you almost have to hire an offensive-minded head coach because – even if Dan Quinn comes in here and says, you know, this person is going to be my offensive coordinator, if that offensive coordinator has success with the second pick in the draft, they're almost certainly going to be hired away within a year or two of developing that quarterback. Whereas if you if you hire Ben Johnson and, and you make him a, a head coach for the first time and he helps develop that, that quarterback into – you know, a franchise pillar that it has to be, then he's not going anywhere. He's staying right where he's at, and, he's, and his career is in lockstep with that quarterback. So I, I don't doubt the veracity of Schefter's reporting. I still think it makes way more sense to, to hire an offensive coach at this point in time for this franchise. 
I think us as fans, most of us generally agree with that sentiment. I've intentionally not sort of hitched my wagon to any one guy because I don't even know these guys. They're just like young studs that pop out of nowhere over the last year or two, right? Um, I know more of the older guys. Uh, But I almost feel like, and I tweeted about this the other day, and, and, you know, of course it upsets people, but I almost feel like there's part of me that hopes it's if they've targeted Ben Johnson the whole time, then that they don't get him because that proves to me then that the interview process was real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just target a guy and then do 15 fake interviews and then go back. Like, I want it, I want the interviews to be real and authentic, and I want these guys to potentially be blown away by someone. I think that totally makes sense. Like, yeah. you know, Ben Johnson could come in and, and you know, punt the interview. I mean, he yeah. could just be a dud, right? Like right. that, And that, you, I mean, I think you're right, Eric. Like, if, if that's the reasoning, if it's because they were blown away by Dan Quinn and, and – Ben Johnson was like, you know, kind of a wet noodle, then sure, that that's fine. I still I still think that's unlikely just because, you know, I think Adam Peters is connected enough in throughout the league that he'd have a feel for every one of these candidates. If he didn't know him directly, he knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody and he's been doing back channel work. But I don't I I agree with you, Eric, on that part. Like why they've interviewed a, a bunch of people? Why do that if it's just um, you know for for show? You want these to be you want it to be a real process that comes to a real conclusion based on that process, not something that they determined in December. And not necessarily just because the guy is charming, but that he has a blueprint and he has a plan and he has a staff and he has, you know what I mean and he has experience with the quarterbacks or experience with whatever it is. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Not just not just being a charming, handsome guy. Sure, and and I think you heard Josh Harris say when he hired Adam Peters, like Peters came into that interview with knowledge of the Commanders' roster and who you know, and the whole thing. Like he he, he had a solution for these problems that you want to hear the same from a head coach in a head coaching interview. And I think if if actually if because Ben does seem to check all the boxes. From afar, right? All we've seen is him on sort of the sideline, maybe one or two YouTube videos. He seems to check all the boxes. If he doesn't get hired, is that not a bit of a red flag on like on him? Like there's some, there must be some fatal flaw. I mean, if he gets no job this offseason, I think that's true. Last year he was turning down yeah. off or chances to interview. Like he wanted more seasoning. He had only done the coordinator thing for, for a year. Um, this seems to be the time. I mean, the Lions were, uh, you know, what he did with Jared Goff, uh, what he's done in two years, what he's done with that running game, you know, the other night, notwithstanding, um, I, I think I think it would be surprising if he didn't. I mean, I, I'll go just back to the beginning. I'd be surprised if he's not the guy in Washington. I'd definitely be surprised if he got no job this, this offseason. Bear, are you surprised by the lack of interest for Mike Vrabel and Bill Belichick in this coaching cycle? You know, I think two things can be true. Like, would I want Bill Belichick to be the head coach here? I don't think so. Is it shocking that one of the greatest of all time got one interview or two interviews with one team? Absolutely. Um, I I find that nobody wanted to poke around and hear what he had to say. I I think that's kind of stunning. And Vrabel, you know, I mean, Gerard Mayo was signed, sealed, and delivered to be the Patriots head coach after Belichick. 
I I think it's surprising. You know, they they made that deal before they knew that Mike Rabel was going to be available, not in trade, but just as a free agent. <clears throat> Jeez, did I have to do this thing with Mayo before I, I knew that? Um, and I would have thought that, that, you know, Rabel would be a good candidate for Seattle. Um, obviously, Quinn has ties there. Um, but, yeah, the answer to your question is, is yes. I, I, I would have thought – I mean, just the idea that Bill Belichick – not only only interviews with Atlanta, but then is beaten out by Raheem Morris and nobody else kind of kicks the tires on, on that car. Um, just seems it's, it's a little embarrassing for him. Although you could make the argument if he really wants to get back in, there might be better jobs open next year. Like he, you know, Dallas could be open. Philadelphia could be open rosters that are more ready to win. Um, you know, which would fit his kind of short uh, timetable, that that might be a better situation for him. So I know you were at the Ravens game, and I think you, like most of us, kind of anticipated the the Ravens taking advantage of the situation, the home field advantage, they're playing so well right now, um, and then kind of being surprised at the result. Immediately, you know, people get on Lamar. <clears throat> they're obviously getting on Munkin. Um I'm a notorious sort of quarterback backer. I think it's the hardest job in the world. It's harder than brain surgery. It's harder than flying a plane. It's the played elite level quarterback. I think it's the hardest job literally in the world. Triple axles are easier. Um, so I, I'm not so hard on Lamar. Like I don't think he played his best, but I don't think that means that because he struggled here in a few games that he can't win a Super Bowl. I said the same thing about Dak. I say the same thing about some of these other guys that have incredible moments and just haven't been able to get it done in the postseason. What say you? I'm with you on Lamar. I think he had kind of a sloppy game in terms of accuracy. But when I went back and considered it, like I really think the the criticism of Munkin is correct. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was at the Ravens game the previous week. They had a lousy first half. Lamar goes off on them at at halftime, and they just blitzed the, um, the Texans in the second half. They ran for 229 yards in that game. Never this season, they led the league in in rushing attempts and rushing yards. They had never run the ball fewer than 24 times and never gained fewer than 100 yards. Somehow on Sunday in the biggest game of the year, and I know they had a lot fewer plays than the Chiefs did and a lot less time of possession, but they ran the ball only 16 times. And and i got to believe that six of those were improvised. Lamar runs where he's flushed out of the pocket and they only gained 81 yards. I I think Munkin kind of treated it like they were down by more than 10 and they really had to to drop back and throw to get back in the game, drop back and throw in a world where other than say flowers a couple times, they they could not get away chiefs defensive backs. I, I think an underrated thing about the chiefs is, you know, the defense is really kind of their strength this year, even when they have Mahomes. And the secondary is, is pretty awesome. So I, I think Munkin got away from what got them there. Um, and that kind of put it on Lamar in a, in a throwing, um, you know, in the passing game. And that's not the way that they did it all year. That's not how they got the top seed. That's not how they steamrolled the Texans. Um, I was stunned with the way that that played out. Yeah, it was mind-boggling. All right, your thoughts on the Niners Lions game and Dan Campbell's decision to go for it on two fourth downs and give up six points, possibly. Yeah, I, I mean, 
Uh, you know, this is probably not original thinking at this point, 48 hours later, but and I couldn't watch all of that game because I was obviously working after the, the Ravens game, but I got in the car to drive back and I had it on the radio and it's 24 to 10 and they're at fourth and two. And I'm thinking I'm all for like the way Campbell does it. Like, I think you should go for it more often than, than um, coaches do. But in that moment, I was like, okay, wait a second. You can make it um, a three score game that matters against, to me, it matters against Kyle Shanahan, not against Brock Purdy, but against, a guy who I think is just like such a great strategist. Like you felt like he, you know, the 49ers weren't going to finish with 10 points. I, I thought that that was not, not the way to go. And that, I'm, that's a first guess, not a second guess. I was, I was saying it at the moment. I do think, you know, for Detroit to lose that game, a lot of wacky stuff had to go against them, including the, the Ayuk catch that like, you know, you can't, script for that that's like David Tyree and the Giants and the Patriots all those years ago like um that was that was fluky but I I think you know you know at the risk of being on on the bandwagon to bash Campbell who I I like as a head coach um I think his strategy his kind of DNA he he couldn't he couldn't step back in the moment and say this is what I would normally do this Mm -hmm. is not a normal situation I got. I got to go up three scores here and and let this play out in in a more normal fashion. Totally. Hey Barry, I want to touch on the Caps real quick before we have to go. You tweeted this uh, just about a week ago at Barry's Verluga on Twitter. Uh, the Caps are in such a tough spot. Ovi wants to compete for the playoffs as he pursues Gretzky. That pursuit is sputtering. The trade deadline is approaching. Playoffs seem unlikely. Sell, sure, but how do you sell that to number eight? I think you sum it up pretty well in that tweet. Like, if you're McClellan, like, are you a buyer or a seller? I guess it depends on what you do in the first couple of weeks coming out of the All-Star break. Ovi's getting a rest, uh, chose not to participate in All-Star week. He's hanging out with uh, Wayne Rooney on the beach in Dubai. How do you see the rest of this cap season playing out? Well, I mean, every night they are just, like, trying to thread a needle. Like, mm-hmm. when they lose, they can lose 5-1. When they win, they can only win, like, 3-2. And it's like every shift is, like, tense and under pressure, and there's no, like, you know, OV on the power play to fall back on. Like, you're going to get one there automatically. Um, He's on pace for 15.7 goals, which is, like, mind-boggling. Nine goals, and he's played 44 games. They've played 47. Like, that, even if you thought he was going to fall off and you had to at some point, I mean, he's 38, you figure – He'd slow down, but this is not a slowdown. This is like slamming on the brakes in a way that I don't think any of us could have seen coming, and certainly the Caps didn't seem coming. So last year at the deadline, McClellan did what he felt like he had to do, which was sell Orloff and sell Hathaway and, and try to bring in some pieces that would help make a contender um, at least a contender to get into the playoffs and, and push through a round or two. So we got Sandine and, and, and made some moves there. But even at that point, they had to talk to Ovechkin and say, hey, we're doing this to prop up a team for you in the future. I think that's hard to do two years in a row. And I think you're right, Cakes, like coming out of, out of the break, there's a lot of pressure on those first few games to, to bag some points and, and climb up the standings because otherwise the answer will be apparent. 
you can't add to a team that's in, you know, 11th or 12th place in the conference and is five points out of the last playoff spot. Like, that's that you're chasing bad money there. Um, I, I like watching them. I think they're interesting. The goaltending is fun. But, man, it is a grind to win any two points for this team at, at this point. And the fact that the greatest goal scorer of all time is not scoring goals makes it harder. Yep, definitely does. Barry, thanks as always for the time. You know, we always appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Yep, Thank you, buddy. Barry's Verluga from the Washington Post at Barry's Verluga He's so on good. Twitter. He's the best. Uh, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour at 840, John Kime will join us. We'll talk Commander's coaching search and more with him at 840. The Junks are presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. In the 9 o'clock hour, we'll give you a chance to win tickets to see Gabriel Iglesias at Eagle Bank Arena. I was definitely getting him confused with, is it Enrique Iglesias, who's the son of the crooner Julio Iglesias. Yes. yes. He's yeah. the one that's uh, married to Kornikova. Yeah, he's like a dreamy. Right? He's a dreamy. Kornikova? I don't know if they he ever was married. at some point. Or they, they may they, be they married. Kids they were I think they ultimately yeah. did get married. I went to his concert. Yeah. I, thought that, I thought that was what we were giving tickets away mm-hmm. for until I saw the name of the tour. It's the Don't Worry, Be Fluffy tour. And, I, and then I realized it's Gabriel Iglesias. The comedian. Who's also very funny. He's <clears throat> very funny and apparently very popular. He's doing not one but two nights at Eagle Bank is he Arena. Still, is he still chunky? Uh, I have not seen a picture of him yes. of late. I would just guess. It's part fluff. of the title. <laughs> it's, still it's fluffy? A, don't worry, be fluffy. So, yeah, so we'll give those away in the 9 o'clock hour. So keep listening for your chance to win. All right, we're going to get into something super important right now. All right. The Washington Nationals new uniforms. Have All you right. guys seen them? I saw them briefly. I saw them briefly. Okay, they have not one, but they have two new jerseys that they unveil. Mm -hmm. All right, they have a. I saw the white one with the red letters. That's what I. They have a white. Now this this may offend baseball purists. It is a pullover jersey, the white alternate day jersey. It's a white pullover with a V neck, and it on the left breast it has. A silhouette of the Washington Capitol with a mm-hmm. W. On the right sleeve, it has an outline of Washington, D.C. with the old Nats D.C. interlocking logo on the right arm. Mm-hmm. But that is not the controversial of the most of the two jerseys. Yeah, that I was going to say that one is probably the better of the two. I think I think that's a sharp looking jersey. Now, I know it's, decent. All, it's like, decent. all of the baseball old heads will not like the fact that it's not buttoned up, that it's a pullover, pull that that's. That's kind of weird for baseball. Do, do any other teams have pullovers? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you know, know what? I wish it was a button up. Now that you mention it, I kind. I kind of like that. Uh-huh. Now didn't the, the uh, didn't the Oakland A's. Uh, I guess they're oh, old. Back in the day, back yeah, in the, the day, 70s, they, they, oh, yeah, they had they, a pullover. Yeah, 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 the yellow yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, those were kind of. So they're trying to do something Sick different there. I like. I like that version of the you know an alternate day jersey. They'll break it out every once in a while. I wonder if the O's had a pullover. At one now, point. the one that's getting scorn online is the redesigned gray road jersey. Mm-hmm. And people are just saying it's unimaginative. It's, uh, yeah, it's just block lettering. Not a lot of imagination went into it. You're getting rid of the curly W. Like, what are you doing with the, the road gray? Does it bother you? I, don't, I think it looks fine. 
It doesn't bother me, but it I, looks, I, I thought they looked all right. It just looks ve- that one looks yeah, to me very nondescript. You're not super critical of stuff like that. Cakes no, is a snob. I definitely He's don't a have a passion. I mean, I actually like the gray one better than the white one, personally. Hmm. But it's just a standard to me, a standard uniform. We put it up as the junkies poll of the day, brought to you by Van Meter Homes. Do you like the Nationals' new uniforms? And you can chime in at 800-636-1067. Who's the model? I should know who the model is. Which player is that? I'm not looking at um, it. I'm not on sure. It. He's not showing it with a player. Oh, is what that, that is it Stone Garrett? Yeah, it looks like him. I think it's Stone Garrett. He's kind of jacked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the example they have with – let me see this. You can vote at Junks Radio. It's brought to you by Van Meter Homes. I mean, it looks. I, I, I would say I like it. Look, the example they have with the road, with the Washington across the mm-hmm. chest. See that that the S? It's got a red block in it and behind right. it, and none of the other letters do. Yeah, Drab mentioned to me during the break that there was there was some sort of controversy with the you S in the the road gray. There's, okay. a, there's a red block. In, on the top th- part of the S. I think, yeah. I think it was a mistake. Is that yeah, a mistake? It's got to be a mistake, right? I got, well, I mean, I, it's super embarrassing. You come out of your uniform and there's a mistake yeah, on it. I mean, yeah. they, they, they were right. wearing it later during an, the unveiling, and I think it, it was fixed. All right. Okay, I, gotta, I, gotcha. I, have, I have to make a confession. Okay. Okay, this is a legitimate confession. I've changed my opinion. I like the gray ones more than the white you ones. You do? Now. Yeah. Now, now that I look at I it mean, on the model. You're to, smart. To me, the, now that I look at it on the model. The gray... Road Jersey to me looks like something that I would see if I rounded the corner at TJ Maxx on one of the racks. That might be in the minority. That's what the white one looks like. I'm looking at a response. Oliver Brooks, yes to the road uniforms. That's the gray. Yeah, and no to the home uniforms. Yeah, I got to tell you, I've I've changed my opinion. People don't like radical change of the uniforms, especially baseball. I mean, baseball that might be it moves at a glacier pace, so I can understand the resistance. I'm I'm fine with it. I don't know. I, I. if you Changed look at the gray one, it just looks sharp. And that dude, now he's, you said that dude is stone, whatever. Yeah, he looks like a stud, and he makes it look uh, silly. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah, but but the other one looks like a T-shirt. It doesn't even look like he's about to play ball. That one looks like a... Uh, play a, blackjack ball. That one looks the like a real jersey. The white way better. The white jersey looks like he's going to a bar. The white jersey trounces that boring, generic... Block letter. Looks more traditional. Blah. I get sized. I'm feeling the pullover stuff. The you gray are? looks silly. Yeah. The white looks like you could get it at TJ Maxx. The white. That's probably why you like it. <laughs> no, I'm a TJ Maxx guy, but I I like the gray. I like it better. All right, if you have strong uh, the feelings, pretty I'm nice. a traditional guy. You can yeah. weigh in 800 I hated the Maryland uniforms when they first came out, and I, I was proven wrong, although they made them go away. The Maryland Pride uniforms? Yeah, I hated them at first. Yeah. Then I liked them. And then I guess, uh, what's his name? Hate, uh, Mike hates him, Loxley. And so we got rid of him. Cakes loves the curse of. Well, if. Let me just. I let like me make the a curse point. of okay. It just doesn't bother me it's, that it's, much. If you love. If you're a Terps fan and you love the generic block M with the state flag colors underneath of it, mm-hmm. what you need to do is go down to Florida, board a rocket. And fly to another planet and never ever come back because the Terps cursive script destroys all of that merchandise. Valdez, I, I would assume that you're you're sharing the same brain. Uh, with of me. course, everyone yeah, knows the one seat is the script. Everybody knows that. Everybody that roots for the Terps knows that. That M stunk from the moment it debuted, still stinks, and there's a reason that the. 
the athletic department is moving away from it. They're distancing well, themselves. The, from well, the well, the Terps cursive. It's that's the old school, right? Yeah. It's and that's it connects with the with the fan base. Correct. It actually means something. I mean, that's what Boomer would wear. That stupid, weird <clears throat> red M. Shoot it off to the sun. Never, never again. Thank you. I should actually just and any piece of merchandise I have with that on it, I should just take scissors to it and destroy it because it's gross. Sorry, it's a tangent. Side I, note. Hey, I'm wearing it right now. No, you are. <laughs> you should immediately take your pants off and throw those in the trash. I, I, I wore those so often, I re- literally, like, wore holes in them. Right. Like, I, somehow I got holes. not like I fell. I yeah. know. <laughs> I got, I got the, the sticker falling off. The zippers yeah. don't work. Yeah. You know, I got to go see a, a knee appointment today. So I need, I need tearaway <laughs> pants. Like I'm a Chippendale. <laughs> you wish you were a Chippendale. You'd be so sized. No, I have. I think I got a. I had to get rid of them because I think I had a hole like where the duty comes out. Oh. Like I think. <laughs> like how did that happen? Well, I mean, you you sit all the time. Hey, ex- explosive farts. <laughs> yeah. Could be. It Your could system's be. working overtime. So I don't know. I think the other thing I read, and I don't know if you mentioned it, is that they're getting rid of the cherry blossom unis, which everyone liked. I kind of yeah, like City those. Connect. The, the, I thought those the, were cool. Those cherry blossom jerseys were sweet. And I'm not Why do they feel guy. like it's just old school? Or I the, guess they're just moving on. They just ran, or they just ran their course. They're selling more stuff. Yeah. A lot of opinions here. Are some our, our pal Tailgate Ted yeah. says the gray jersey looks like it's one they sell at Costco right before the season <laughs> starts. Kyle tweets us pullover is terrible. Capital <laughs> logo is so bad. Road gray is perfectly average. Yeah, I but I I'm just used to it. It's more traditional. I get sized. I don't know. <clears throat> Sorry. You'll get used to everything. I mean, <laughs> I will. You, you could hate it on January 30th, but by you know May 1st, you'll be fine. With I it. wish they would bring back the red, white, and blue hats. And they did it, I guess, on some level. With the white in the front, you know, it was like the tricolor. Yeah, like the panel hats. Yeah. yeah. I love that from back in the day. Mm-hmm. I don't love that logo that they kind of replaced it with in the last year or two. Like mm-hmm. the capital or whatever the hell it is. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Capital with the W. Yeah, I, I liked it before, it. just with the regular Walgreens logo. <laughs> the dub, the Walgreens, the dub. curly dub. Yeah, red, white, and blue, tricolor. I could never keep the white clean, but I still, <laughs> I, I like it. It's silly. By the way, uh, LDs, what's up with the Sunday red or whatever? Like, what's the latest on the Tiger unveiling? Of the- uh, I don't know. I I'm the same spot as you. Hopefully they fix that crappy looking logo. You're in a holding pattern. By the way, Victor Hovland denied the live rumor like yesterday. Right, he's playing. Well, this he's week. in the field. Yeah, he's in the signal. He's in the. But they, did you see what they said about Terrell Hatton? He gone. Yeah. He gone. Yeah. Well, he's getting fifty million. I think that's a lot for Terrell Hatton. These guys should all take it because they're going to merge anyway. Yeah, like I don't know what they're probably doing. What he's, that's probably Ron what he's did. assuming. Yeah. yeah, I mean, why wouldn't Hovland take it? Take the money, stupid. Trying They're to gonna... see if I could Maybe. recognize who Troll Hatton is. Definitely could. Oh, he's funny. <laughs> he's kind of a short, chunky no, guy. No chance. He gets he's so bitter on the golf course. He's got a high, he's got a high voice, high pitch voice. Yeah. He's definitely a Brit, correct? Oh, yeah. I don't know what he is. Yes. I know he's not from here. He's definitely a Brit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but by the way, I can't wait for this weekend at Pebble. And then I can't <laughs> wait for next weekend. Um the waste t- you see it's waste management. Waste management party. So that way, right. that way, you don't have to watch all the nonsensical, you know, pregame hype—the six or seven hours of Super Bowl hype. You can watch the waste management, which will end early before kickoff. You can watch that all day on Sunday. Don't destroy your brain by watching Super Bowl 
preview. I won't. I that won't. is an awful I'll be idea. Watching, I'll be watching golf. What are you watching right now, Jason? Do you got like Nolan Ryan from the 70s? Well, yeah, because I was trying to see how many. I think there was a lot of teams that had pullovers back in the 70s. You know, the, more, the more I think about it, that, the that, Angels had that a, 70s era, yeah. like the a, White Sox which had. Which is fine. Them. That's fine. The Red Sox had a pullover, too. That's they, fine. I like a little hearkening back. The Red Sox had a button-down and a pullover. Oreo, Orioles, I think, did. I think the Royals had one. It yeah. was The, the pullovers pullover were hot. It felt like the, it was a spring training-type uniform feel to it, though. You know what I mean? Like Yes. That's what it feels like. YouTube like a is the greatest. Yes. You can find anything on YouTube. Listen, I, I love. I, I, I don't like to ever say anything negative about like where my kids play, you know. Uh, and I have fond things to say about both Cornell and Marist, but I hate Marist practice jerseys that they wear for like scrimmages and fall ball. It's just old school, red and white. It doesn't even say Marist. Mm-hmm. That it like it's like it's a just, penny. It's like a penny. <laughs> yeah, you got penny it wasn't penny. always like that. Penny, penny, it's, whatever. I, I'm not sure. It is spelled penny, but you got to call it. It's a penny. essentially like it's a that. Penny. And I know, I know the head coach Keegan. He likes it because it's like old school. Yeah, and that's what they're doing. I, I think there's like a return to old school with mm-hmm. a lot of these schools. But I liked them when they said the name. You see the silly Red Fox logo. You see the last name. I'm I mean, gonna have to whip out the pennies tonight for basketball practice. I, I don't think it's cheap. Oh, it's they're just going another old one that school. just. Just drove this drove me crazy, and it shouldn't because it's irrational. But when the commanders would have their training camp jerseys, mm. and on the back over top of their numbers, it said commanders yeah. I, instead of like their names. Oh, or, my, just, so or just blank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted I wanted to just me too. Grab my my TV <laughs> yeah. or my computer and shake it. I'm with I was you. so mad. I'm with you, I, and I shouldn't be. That shouldn't make me that angry. Right. I'm with you. Because it's about a stupid training camp uniform. Right. But it does. It just presses my buttons. You've always been in uniforms. What is your all-time favorite? Well, that's easy. Raiders. Raiders have the best uniform in all of sports. Simple, silver and black, great logo, hasn't been changed. I mean, that's the easiest answer ever. The Oakland Raiders. OG can I, if I loved when the tur- I loved the when Adrian Branch and Lenny Bias were rocking yellow. the gold, the yellow, yeah, those yeah. Look with the too. red lettering. No, those are the iconic. The red cursive. Those are iconic. 84. Yeah. Those are iconic. Yeah. yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Loved them. Yep. Those are silly. All right. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we'll be joined by John Kime. We'll talk Commanders with him. That's coming up at 840 right here on the Jumps. John Kime coming up in just over 15 minutes. Uh, just a quick complaint. I'm holding up what what appears to be a normal piece of bread that I've taken a few bites out of. This is a this is keto bread. Oh, it's mm. too dry. Yeah, it looks, it's just it's too I mean, dense. It's, it's terrible. It looks like a normal piece of bread. It's too it, dense and dry. It couldn't taste less like a normal slice of bread. <laughs> it's it's okay if you toast it. That's what I recommend. I toast semi-toasted it. it like the, the the bigger toaster. I popped it in. Yeah, there must be some crumbs left over because yeah. it stuck. It smelled like it was going to burn the break room down. Yeah. So then I had to put it in the smaller white toaster. Yeah. This is a it's a pale imitation of bread. Yeah. It, just to let everybody know. No, no. I bought keto bread before. It's not there's, great. There's actually a brand. It's Safeway sells. I don't know if they sell it at the Teeter. Okay, yes. They might. It's it's called 24-7, I think, or something they, like that. Okay. And it's it's only like six grams of carbs in each one. Mm, okay. And then when you take in fiber, and, yeah, when you count for fiber, in it. so right. it's not bad. Yeah. Okay. If you're if you're watching your carbs, yeah, <clears throat> watch those that's carbs. A, that's a good one to mm. try. 
Okay, good tip. Cakes. Yeah. This is what you should have packed, not that keto bread that right pop there. Pop-Tart? Yeah. I'll be honest. I, That's... I fell into the Pop-Tart yeah. marketing gimmick yeah. after the Pop-Tart's bowl. Right. And I definitely bought it. It's, there was something in my brain. I went and I bought Pop-Tarts like a you're, week, after, you're a week smart. after the bowl game. You got any left? I think I still have a few. Good. Sugar cookie flavor, underrated. Maple brown sugar. It's pretty good. Frosted maple brown it's pretty sugar. Solid. I, I, I've been telling you guys this for a while. I, I've just fallen off a cliff with my eating, <laughs> okay. and the mirror shows it. <laughs> you know, when I'm at the club and I go to my locker, <clears throat> the walk. It's, I call it my own walk of shame because okay. the walk from my locker to the sauna slash shower, you walk by about six mirrors. Okay. <laughs> and so you're in your towel. Yeah. And it's you just gotta look straight ahead. You mm. can't you can't look at yourself. What's the name of the road? The, the, the road Green like Mile in, in or whatever, ba- like in Baghdad. Like yeah, you, yeah. Know, you don't want to be on that road. Yeah, it's just a like horrible IED, road. IEDs so I'm in the back everywhere. of the locker room, and I walk by six lo- six yeah. mirrors, mm. and I'm just eating too much. I'm just getting grotesque. Well, you should be like Valdez. You can back me up here. He should be like Francis Dollarhide in Red Dragon. Which he is, hated his image yeah. and. He hated it so much. So he became a serial killer. Well, he became a serial killer. <laughs> and more importantly, he destroyed all the mirrors. Yeah, yeah well, all the mirrors. Was Believe me, back at it. if I had an axe, I would take them to all those mirrors. We don't need them in there. I Who mean, that's how, that's how Although Ed I believe Norton, he was ripped. Oh, he was definitely ripped. <laughs> yeah. At the end, that's how Ed Norton knew he had found him at his uh, at his hideaway house in the, in the Keys because he went upstairs and he went into the bathroom and saw the mirror was shattered. He's like, He's like, oh, my God, <laughs> Francis Dollaride is here. He's going to kill my kid. But like Lurch, I've, I get in these rabbit or like cakes, I get in these rabbit holes where, you know, I'll just buy a bunch of like oatmeal cream pies for a week <laughs> yeah. or I'll buy Twinkies sure. or I'll buy whatever. And it just gets you in a bad way. Mm-hmm. And then, I, you know, I get these reels with everything. So I get the sauna stuff. I get the hot <laughs> yoga. I get the girl drops her phone by her silly. <laughs> but I also get the reels where they talk about. Like the Gary Brecka stuff, and we're like, where you gotta you have thirty grams of protein, and you gotta do your zone two cardio okay. every meal. You know, they you need so much protein. What do they say? A minimum like one per pound, right? You're, uh, so you're supposed like, to eat your body weight and protein. Protein, right? So per gram, per so, gram. So for me, that's probably so. minimum two hundred twenty-five. Okay, I'm being kind because I won't step on a scale right now. Okay. <laughs> Hey, they've got a scale right outside the weight room as you head into the men's I'll locker never, room. I'll never step on that Trust thing. me, I look at them like, oh, I don't I'm know. I'm going to only step on it butt naked, and I'm not getting butt naked on it because the well, gym's right behind then it. people are going to complain. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to prison. So, yeah. But um, I eat, I probably eat 50 grams of protein a day. Like, I mean, I don't know. I just eat so much junk. I'm not eating protein the way you should be. Do you eat a lot of protein? Do you eat, to, do you eat your 225 or your, your I don't 150 keep, I don't know. pounds? I, I don't mean, keep grams. I eat a lot of I've chicken, never... a lot of salmon. So do I, but that's one meal a day. Like, I'm not yeah, eating I don't... that throughout the day. Yeah, there's no way I, I eat as much as Valdez says you have to eat. There's no way. There's no way. Oh, you don't have to. I think but that's people, that's what people recommend. Muscle, otherwise, yeah. you don't waste away. Yeah. People recommend that if you're yeah. trying to, like you build said, muscle. build muscle, right. fill yourself up, and in, in, not get fat. Burn fat a little bit. Yeah, I do like kind of an intermittent fasting, you and do. it's not even purposeful. It's it's dinner at 5 p.m., 5.30. Yeah. And, and then, you're in bed at 6. Like an apple and a Pop-Tart at 8.30 yeah. a.m. Hold on. What, what about lunch? You don't do lunch? Yeah, I'm just talking about from okay, 5 so p.m. to do, that's 12. That's that's almost 15 he hours. Does, like, he does it intermittent fast. That's like 15 hours. Snacking after dinner? No. 
That's so true. that's good discipline. I, He's already I, in I'm, bed. He doesn't feel like getting yeah, out of bed. Like that's a great. You know what? I make fun of you for that. Huh. There's the, but you don't have a refrigerator in your bedroom, so that's a great, right. it's a great move. <laughs> yeah, go to bed early. You don't unless you know you're, you're too lazy to go downstairs. I'll put some uh, goldfish cookies. The cookie, the graham cookie. Have you seen those? It comes yes. in a blue bag. Yes. I'll put They're some like, of those on my chest. I gotta I see the chest them. move. I just eat are them. Just, that is the height of laziness. How far are, are you just like in a lazy boy? Like no, what's no, your I setup? Have, I have one yeah. of those like. Dude, you're, or you're a garbage man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is just nothing but empty calories. Yeah. What, what, what are you, you doing? A, a, uh, you know, I'm just cherries or something. I'm, 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 I'm just on have, a, a chill mode right have now. Have like a fruit bowl. <laughs> it's not cut them up season. It's not cut them up season. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's hibernation I, I season. I be here. Goldfish and or Cheez-Its are better than a, just a, a fruit bowl. Here's the like, thing. They just taste well, better. Of course, but they don't make you 40 pounds overweight. I know. Here's the thing. Is I've gone, I go back and forth. I can be very regimented and mm-hmm. very structured. I can lose a lot of weight. But it takes a lot of effort. I mean, you got to be dedicated. you got to plan your meals. Of course. And I and I'm just don't have that time right now. I haven't dedicated myself to it. I'm, right now, I'm all in on the golf swing. I, I, honestly, that's right. I, that's I, the I main focus? I don't have effort for everything. I can't. So right now, I'm like two, two and a half hours every day working on my golf swing. I don't have time. I don't have time for other stuff. I've called you Greg Stadler. That's why, that's, why, that's why you're shaving in the corner in the, in the producer room. Yeah. I don't even know what he shaved. Or you just you have it on I do, a... I just do trimming because it's easier. <laughs> so nubs. I can't believe you carry that gadget around with it just you. It falls all over your shirt. Yeah, then I go. I mean, he, EB literally will... He won't carry a pen in his backpack. And he borrows my pen all the time, which is fine. It is a Norelco. But he's got, he's got a Remington... <laughs> but he's been doing that for years. I, I, I used I to do this in my car when I drive, mm-hmm. and it doesn't bother me. But my kids wanted to puke when they were getting in my car. Well, it is kind of gross. Yeah. I mean, it's just hair. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it's hair that doesn't have to be in your car. And then I just go like this. <laughs> yeah. So nasty. I don't know, man. I don't like the routine things of life. I don't like getting gas. I don't like. I don't like tying my shoes. I don't like. You won't get Velcro. Please get Velcro shoes. No, he just no, leaves them open. That's just what I do. Well, that's that's just a weird law. That's a weird thing. You haven't noticed that already? I haven't tied, tied shoes my in shoes forever. since high school. How do your shoes not just slip off your feet? I have big, silly feet. Unlike yeah. your little hoofs. You I have 11 and a half. So just back off with the small feet. Yeah. One, of your foot is, <laughs> one, feet. one of your Left feet is, is 13, right's a little bit smaller. Maybe, like, maybe 11 and a half. Yeah. Oh, by the way. He's got one I, foot's exact same size as your told, two hooks. I told Drab this a couple days ago. I had a, a debilitating injury to my left foot because I switched up my, my brand of tennis shoe, and I will never do it again. You have a delicate ecosystem. I do. I'm telling you. <laughs> he really you cheated on Brooks. No, no. My tennis, okay. my tennis shoe is your normal K-Swiss. All right. They're, they're getting a little ragged. Right. So around Christmas time. I went into the, the pro shop at Norbeck, right. and I was like, those Adidas look kind of silly. So you I'm going to buy those. Bought them, slapped them on my feet, played tennis and pickleball on the same day. Maybe overdid a, a tad with, the, with be... the new shoes. Yeah. Pwned my left big toenail to the point where <laughs> it got big and purple and gross. And I, for a second, I thought we're just going to amputate my, my big toe. But luckily, like his thumb all, over all with that bowling. happened was... He's the softest guy I've ever met. Not soft at all. Just, I, I, You're soft. My, my, temp, my temple is just You're very soft. particular. Guys, um, Zin knocks him out. 
took those ball yeah. away. Thought, it was in with might, might as well have been cyanide. <laughs> right. The toenail eventually just fell off. I felt like, you won't get this reference, I felt like Jeff Goldblum in The Fly when he <laughs> starts, when he mutates. Remind with, me. And, well, his body parts just start falling so, off. Like okay. he's pulling teeth out. Like his That's, skin starts peeling. Like um, so, yeah, I had, I had to go back to Carlos and say, I have to return these beaters. You I'm returned all, them after you wore them? Yes. I asked him. I said, look, it's, I know it's a diva move. Oh, it's I gross. wore them once. I said, I can't wear these anymore. They they are affecting my delicate Oh, I'd be temple. too embarrassed to do that. I was embarrassed, but he credited my account back, so that's not embarrassing. And then I went to Tennistopia, and that's I got because they just do that a again. new pair of K-Swiss sillies. These feet will never wear Adidas <laughs> tennis shoes ever again. Are you dogs are barking? Again. Are you convinced it was your shoes, or maybe it was just the overuse? Like you it said, all, you played pickleball. No, no. It was one hundred percent the shoes. Because changing the shoes, I've done, can, can I've done tennis and pickleball on the same day. Yeah, but also before you, you, you wear them in. Didn't and have so the those second results. time. It's not going to yeah. happen. The third no, no. time, and by the fourth time, there it's will perfect. be no wearing in. K Swiss exclusive. <laughs> I'd love to do endorsements, by the way, because my endorsement for K Swiss, my endorsement portfolio is 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 thinning out. <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah, I can't relate I'm, on some I am, level. An, I am a K Swiss tennis yeah. shoes exclusive. For the for the rest of my time on Earth, I, I can. It's the feet of a platypus. <laughs> you call it what you will, but yeah, my that toe was looking pretty gross for a while. I uh, I used to I used to play golf so infrequently, you know, mm-hmm. while I was raising the kids, that I would have to put band aids on my pinky toes. Yeah, because I would get huge blisters when sure. I ever put on my golf shoes. But it wasn't. I mean, you know, I just put band-aids on it. I didn't return the golf shoes. I felt bad. <laughs> I, I told Carlos, I was like, this may be a diva move, but I need to return these. I, I get it because possible. I've been getting the Brooks adrenaline yeah. for as long as I've known Chris Farley. Sure. It's a and if I product. go with any other shoe, it hurts my foot. Yep. It's not good for you. You guys are, you, you might be soft. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we will talk to John Keim, Commander's Reporter for ESPN.com. He'll join us next here on The Fan. Let's head to the BetQL guest hotline. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. We say good morning to John Keim, Commander's Reporter for ESPN.com. Hello, John. Good morning. What up, guys? How are you? Hey, Uh, doing great. Doing well. I want to get you on, John, because I uh, listen to your podcast. I love your podcast. Let's do it as we're driving in this morning. Thank and you. and uh, you know, I get, think it was in reaction a lot of it to kind of Schefter's report that uh, you know right. it, it may not be uh, both of these guys may not be Quinn in Seattle, may not be Ben Johnson. Don't be so sure. Um, and you know, around here, I, I don't have a, a horse in the race. I don't care who they hire. I'll just root for them, and we'll go from there. But um, we've all sort of assumed it's been John. Can you explain right. how it works? Because I know you're not a guy that's going to just throw stuff out there, right? You're only going to say something right. if you have a reason to believe it. And you and J.P. Finley, I put in the same way. Like you guys have all just said, look, all, we don't know, but all signs indicate Johnson. Correct. So that tells me that somebody is kind of giving you that, that insinuation. Mm-hmm. How, kind of explain how that works when you guys get information and how you kind of leak it to us. Yeah, and... <laughs> So that's why I think people, and we're not the only ones. Others that I know cover this team have been the same way, where mm-hmm. it's like, this is the expectation of people around the league. I think Ben and Nikki would kind of fall, and I don't want to speak for them, but right. I think until you know for sure, 
all you can say is this is what you're hearing. And one, the one thing to know here is um, this group has been very, very quiet in this process. Mm-hmm. So and there's, you know, it, it, so to their credit. And so that's why I think like it's the expectation of people around the league. And, you know, I've been, I and others have heard that for a while. Like they thought it would end up to be Peters and Johnson somewhere. Um, not necessarily that they were a package deal, but I think they knew that, Peters probably liked him, but you know, you still have to go through the process. And, um, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't see anything as being this massive lock and it still may be that way, right? It still could be, Hey, this is the guy they settle on. Um, but until you hear it from someone deep inside, they would say, yeah, yeah, we got, this is the guy like with Jay Gruden, you knew that you knew that, that he was going to be the guy. Right. Um, you knew that early on, right away. Um, so, but with this, with, with Ben Johnson, like you clearly know there's a, they like him and you clearly know he's a top candidate. Um, so, but again, like all you can go on is what people around the league are anticipating because they're the ones that are talking a so, little bit more in this process. So that's why, that's why it's kind of like that. So Harris's group is being quiet, right? They're being very tight lipped. Yeah. Right? That's what you say. And I believe you. And you guys know to look for other avenues. So you'll call agents or you'll call other people around the league, that sort of thing. Right. Where the hell is Schefter getting his, his information? Is he doing the same thing? I would assume so. Yeah, Adam's pretty connected. And I don't know, you know, listen, it could also be that people don't, and I don't know who Adam's talking to or not, so I can't speak yeah. for him. In general, some, you know, sometimes maybe like, you know, maybe you're hearing something like, hey, you know, and I – Maybe it's just like slow down a little bit because we still want to go through this process, right? It could be that. And um, what if they get, go through this process and they say, like, I always point back to the Steelers. The Steelers, the assumption there years ago was that Russ Grimm is getting this job. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the next head coach. Right. And then they go through the process and realize how much they like Mike Tomlin. And it's like, oh, okay. So I think it's it's as much about that. and Which um, I think is good. That's a good thing. And that's yeah, what no, I've no, advocated no, for. Like, I don't want them to give it to Johnson just because he was their target. I want to give him to the guy that has the best presentation, the best plan, and they're like, we've got to go with this guy. Yeah, Correct. If you don't do that, like, I know people are like, oh, you got to get the offensive guy. Like, you have to get the best head coach. Mm -hmm. And and I understand with the rookie quarterback that you want, you know, you don't want to be changing this a lot. So all things being equal, that's where you would go. But – you know, like John Harbaugh has done pretty well with in his situation, right? And there have been you know other coaches who are Campbell's you know, done pretty well. well. Dan Campbell, and he's not an he's an offensive guy, but he's yeah. not a play caller. No, so you know you have to you have to take the guy who you think can not only be the best leader, who's going to hire the best staff? Because part of the questions during this process will be who is your staff? And you know, I know. Like I've talked to some people about some coaches in particular, like, yeah, I don't think this guy's getting this job because they didn't like who his defensive coordinator or his coordinator, but I mean, and I'm not even going to name it, you know, who it is, but like that they, they know that the one of the coordinators this guy was going to take is not a guy that that right. team would want. So therefore you take him off the list. Right. And because it's in, so like, that's something that goes through this. Now, if, and I, but I'm with you, like you go through the process, talk to all these people, don't have your mind made up. I do think, like with Adam Peters, for example, he was a pretty clear choice. Of, he was their pretty their number one choice by probably a decent amount, right? 
And so like, I don't entering this process. I did not get that sense that there was this runaway number one choice. So go through the process and you can say, I really like what this, like Ben Johnson's offense is really good. And he seems to be a very good communicator and he could very well be the next head coach and be a very good one, but go through the process just to make sure, confirm your thoughts, confirm your feelings, make sure you're not missing out on someone else who you might say, you know what? I really like this guy, but God, this guy blew me away. Cause if you don't go through that process, then you're doing it wrong. And cause you can make, and here's the other thing I know about Josh Harris. When, when, when he would go through decisions in Philadelphia with the Sixers, for example, or with any, with anything that he go, with any decision that must be made, you know, the, the GM will go to him or whoever, you know, Corey with the Sixers, whomever. And you have to go to him with all the information possible. He wants to know all the information. So if, you're, if that's how you are with making a decision on do you want to trade this guy or not, well, have you considered this, have you considered that? So if you're going to do that to just make a move, if you're going to look for a head coach, you better have all the information possible to make the best decision. And again, like the expect, I always say the expectation remains Ben Johnson. But, you know, and like in the podcast, I talk about, well, what if it's not? Then what do, you, what do you need to know about these other guys? Why would they be looking at some of these other guys? Because, you know, they're not as touted as Ben Johnson. And, you know, we, we've seen, seen other guys come through here. I've covered a lot of offensive coaches, and this team hasn't won in a while. So get the best head coach. And if it's Ben Johnson, then it's a grand slam because now you have a guy who you feel can be a good head coach and who, has a, who, who understands. I mean, he's really good as an offensive coach. And, it, and I love, like, there's a, in, the, in some ways, there's a, there's a com- complex simplicity to his offense, and, and it works. And now he has really good talent, but I think he makes that talent work, too. So, John, to your, to your yeah. best knowledge, who's in the room for each interview? I would assume it's a lock that Harris and Peters are in the room. Uh, like, yeah. are Myers and Spielman in the room while it's happening? Are, are Ein and Magic in there? We know they're a part of the committee. Can you, can you fill us in on that? Yeah, and I don't, like... I'm going to – I don't have all who's going to be in there, but I was told that Myers and Spielman would be still part of the process. Clearly, you know, Josh Harris, and I would expect, like, you know, uh, Mitch Rails, probably, you know, Peters. So – but I don't know, like, how often is Magic coming in there. I know he was part of the, the GM process, right? And um, so – but I know that Myers and Spielman still for sure are part of that process. Hey, um, the, the guy I stumped for originally – was Mike Vrabel. Can you just kind of give a little insight of why um, they weren't interested in him? They're interested in Quinn, all right, kind of similar guys, defensive guys about the same age. You know, I think there's four or five years difference, but veteran head coaches, been there before, but they didn't They didn't interview Vrabel for some reason. No, no, they, and, and, and I, don't, I don't know that I'm going to have a great reason why. I do know, like, for example, like there wasn't any interest in Harbaugh or Belichick either. And I think – you know, sometimes, and again, in general, because I don't know what Vrabel would be looking for, um, but is you know, oftentimes it's going to come down to control and how how you want your organization set up and what kind of power would the head coach want. And somebody in Vrabel's position might command more. Certainly, would command more than Dan Quinn. Um, so I think that that is always going to be part of the process too. And one of the things I remember talking to somebody about this process, like. There may be a head coaching candidate who would be who would rate at a high number, um, but if you don't think it's going to work with the GM and the coach together being, you know, in accord, 
then you're going to go with the guy who's a step below but who can work better with the GM because ultimately that produces for them, it produces better results. So that, so I think, and again, that's speaking general because I can't, but I think when you look at some of those guys, like I kind of fall back on that um, because um, that's why they didn't go after some others as well. Um, but with Bray, Bray is obviously a very good coach and a strong, it seems to be a very strong leader. Um, so, yeah. Talking to John Kime, covers the commanders for ESPN.com. Earlier you were talking about how these coaching candidates have to talk about filling out their staff. I don't know that we've heard anything about Adam Peters' staff and whether he's had time. Right. Um, I'm assuming the Martys are still working, Martin Mayhew yep. and Herney. And I haven't heard anything about Jason Wright. Is he still with the organization? What's going on? Jason is still with them. He's on the obviously on the business side. So, I mean, he's not part of the football mm-hmm. decision-making process at this point, but he's still there. And it's what I would say, too, for when – again, I think Harris is a very deliberate decision-maker. So I think this organization is not going to be a when, – when Dan – so the, you kind of look at the – I always like to compare the ownership styles. And when Snyder came in – I mean, he said he wasn't going to fire anybody. Within a few weeks, he fired a lot of people. And the makeover was, was dramatic, right? And, and it wasn't for the better. And so I think, but with Harris, it's a lot more deliberate. And so I think it's more just kind of getting in there and taking your steps. Like right now, the focus is clearly on, on getting the right coach, setting up this side. So focus on one side, then you're going to get to the other side, what needs to be done over here. So I don't know what Jason Wright's future is. I just know that he's not... You know, his, he's just on the business side, period. Um, and, um, you know, but I with don't know Peters, John, with Peters, I would assume yeah. he's going to hire an assistant so, GM and maybe, you know, new uh, player personnel guy, new college personnel possibly, guy. Yes. And I don't know that that's for sure, because one thing I know, like, I don't think if anybody comes from the Niners, it may be just like some, some scouts, right? I don't think that he's going to take anybody from there. So I don't. You know, I don't know what the final plans are for that. Um, it wouldn't shock me. I don't. I don't know. How, I think some of them will stay. I don't know. I don't know how many. Um, I know some of them are down at the Senior Bowl now. You know, with the scouts um, and with with Mayhew. I mean, he has a relationship with Peters from San Francisco, and so it wouldn't surprise me if he stays in some capacity because he does know him, and I think I think there's a respect there. So. But I don't know how vast that's going to be at this point. Um, so, so when do you think the the? I mean, I'm purely a guess, but when do you think they're they're going to announce? I well, again, the the interviews wrap up today. Mm-hmm. Supposed to wrap up today. Now, there's a chance it could spill into tomorrow, but let's say they wrap it up today. Um, so, I would. This is just a guess, right? Um, but you know, I could see them taking a day to kind of go over it, discuss it, whatever. And then Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon, maybe Friday morning, making the announcement. That that would be seem to make sense because I don't think they're, they're not going to want to make this during the Super Bowl week, right? Right. right. If you wait till later in the week, then you would have you you want to have some sort of press conference early next week um, before the Super Bowl stuff really gets kicked off by like Wednesday or so. So that's why you could see it by the end of the week. I don't I don't think there's no reason to extend it beyond that. Is if if it, I'll say this: if they're going beyond Friday, they didn't find their guy. Right. Yeah. You know, and so that's why I think like you take a day to think about it, discuss it, and then and then set up, go from there. Yeah, I think and that's a good offer. bet. Yeah, I, yeah maybe maybe, maybe tomorrow. 
yeah, and then, so you have to also make the offer and um, start, you know, whatever talks need to take place. So, John, thanks as always. Appreciate the intel and the insight. It's John Kime at John underscore Kime on Twitter. Thanks again. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, guys. All right, pal. Yep. John Kahn, Commander's Reporter for ESPN.com. Don't forget, in the 9 o'clock hour, we'll give you a chance to win tickets to Gabriel Iglesias' Don't Worry, Be Fluffy Tour that comes to Eagle Bank Arena in March. But coming up next, EB's Entertainment Page. Junks are presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Let's get into EB's Entertainment Page. It's brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Don't Sleep has all of your energy and performance needs covered. Get some now at don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the promo code JUNKIES. And remember, Don't Sleep makes you, yes, radio listener and TV watcher, great. I think he has another sponsor for the entertainment page, but so be it. Oh, that's I, I <laughs> watched it. You, you know what? Because I, I forgot. Because he's sponsor. a robot. I completely forgot. Yeah, I mean, my guy paid for it. That's true. I forgot that you had a new sponsor. I... I digress. Yeah, you I didn't give it to me, though. You didn't to give you. It, did you? Did you give me the BMW Fairfax read? Anyway, you sponsor, won't do one on the fly. I will. I will. Sponsored by BMW one. Fairfax every day. The entertainment page brought to you by my guy, Mike Walker. BMW Fairfax just got my new X5. It's the best vehicle out there. I love it. It's just it's incredible. Go talk to Mike. They'll hook you up. They'll give you an amazing deal. Nothing, nothing drives like a BMW. There you have it. Um, all right. Britney Spears. It'd still be great, too, yeah, in can. the BMW. You can do both. Drink what? your don't sleep mm-hmm. in the BMW. Oh, yeah, you do both. <laughs> I, I did that the other day. Um, Britney Spears is all over the place, obviously. Was it? Were we talking about it here? I just mentioned my wife she did saw it like, like she was yeah. back on Instagram yeah. or TikTok or something well, dancing she apparently around. Apparently now she's also, um, she trashed Timberlake in her memoir, which mm-hmm. I believe actually sold a bunch of copies. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, maybe they bought the Kindle. But hey, a it's lot of Brett. People... I bought a thousand <laughs> copies. It's Brett Oliverio. Uh, um, he, Brett, Brett would be mad at me for this. And Brett, this is no, no offense. I think I'm over Britney. <laughs> I, mean, I'm just, I think both like, are. I'm just yeah. like. I think Were you ever are. into her? Well, I blame the entertainment page for being over her. I mean, was it's I ever not, into her? not my fault. <laughs> I think when she was in her prime with the snake slithering all over her. Yeah, I mean, she was fun to talk about. Yeah, probably now into just her. Sad. Well, she it's still just, looks yeah. good. Yeah. She looks okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, she looks weird. She looks weird now. She, she still looks good. Like, I don't feel like if she came in here and, you know, dressed up, make, she would look, you would I say, I just don't feel like there's ever, there's never like just a good Britney story anymore. It's always a weird. Probably like 40. I don't know, I'm just literally guessing. I'd say 43. Yeah, I mean. I, I don't know. I'll look it up. How old Most 43-year-olds don't look like Here's her. the important I, yeah, question. I know, I hear you. How old was she when she was in her Catholic school girl uniform? About 42 years old. Yep. <laughs> That's pride, Brittany. Yeah, no, I totally agree. <laughs> it's creepy to say that, but it's, let's let's just be honest. Yeah. Let's uh, pull back the curtain no, here. There's a reason, Cakes. Um, but she, uh, is tra- she trashed Timberlake in her memoir, and she... Kind of, uh, she talked about how she was in love with him, and then how he kind of made her have an abortion. Um, you won't go see him in Baltimore. I think he's coming no. in the either spring or summer. No, nope. <laughs> um, I think he's a talented guy, but no. Um, but now she's apologizing, and she says she wants to apologize for some of the things she wrote in her book. Um, she and then she praises his new album. She likes selfish. Yes, uh, she likes the new single. Uh, and then I don't know that there's something in here, uh, Valdez about a song 
that people had been playing for, back from like 2011 and started streaming again. Um, she released a song with the same title, Everything I Thought It Was. I guess that's the same title that uh, Timberlake has for his album. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> Not that. Um, and so it's been getting a lot of airplay. So who knows why she's issuing this apology. Didn't she say she was like applying for uh, boyfriends? Remember that? <laughs> I don't know. And there was a rumor and a story that she was like mowing through her staff. So she was just like, like if you had to work for her, you, you had to sleep with her. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you ever confirm? Remember you made the bet. Who, who the, the guy who was? She cheated on I think with that was part of the staffer. staff. It was staffer. I know, but there were bets on what he know. was. Like, was he? Yeah, I have it right here. JP thought movie producer. Jason said B list actor. Valdez claimed it was yeah. the masseuse. Yeah, sore. Uh, he just watched a lot of Drab's videos. Guess was Cade Hudson. Cade Hudson. That's uh, Kate her, Hudson. Ma- her manager. Oh, okay. I think maybe gay manager. Too. Uh, Evie oh, really? said security dude, and <laughs> I went with Amazon UPS or FedEx driver. Well, right. I don't think it's been confirmed yet. It is staffer, but we. I mean, I know what I'm about, out of it. What about pizza You're... delivery guy? That's a that's a genre of Valdez. I, I, <laughs> we've seen the same videos. <laughs> you guys are looped into the same algorithm somehow. Yeah. All right. Let's, gotta gotta, get your, big, gotta get your big sausage pizza cakes. <laughs> let's go to. <laughs> Chris, how often do you think that happens when somebody delivers a pizza? Never. Never. You don't never, think there's, anybody, there's a pizza never. delivery guy here that's delivered a pizza and the woman says she doesn't have any cash. Can she pay it's another never way? Uh, you know, that's never happened. That's never happened. It's never happened with an Uber driver that you get in there and you say, you know what? My no. account's felted. Can I pay no. you another way? <laughs> Darn it. All right. Let's go to Chris. Even though you're desperate for yeah. it to have happened, to be true. it's never happened. Chris, what's up, buddy? You're on with the jokes. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Uh, I'm a long-time listener. Thanks, man. And uh, so I've been wanting to call for a couple of years, and I've just, I don't know, I kind of feel bad I didn't call sooner. But um, <laughs> So you're calling has, y- I, years later. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could have done this. I could have saved Bish Bucks probably 20 grand if I'd have called sooner. Ooh. And um, How's this? I have, a free, I have a free place for him to stay that's 15 miles away from Blacksburg if he wants any time. Uh, IPAs, ice cold, deep eddies, and give you uh, free booze. Is it your place? Yeah, yeah, at my place, my house. I got an empty nest. Uh, my wife and I. No, it's it, so. I, hold on, I you're saying you want him to stay? With yeah, he you? can stay in the well. So I'm staying with you, <laughs> with you and your Will wife. Will you leave the house? That's the only way he'll do it. No, 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 I, no. I we have a huge old house that's empty. I mean, my two kids are in in medical school, and the house is empty. You'd have the whole upstairs to yourself. You're Go not doing that. No, he's doing like bed. an Airbnb. He's not renting it. He's not going to be up in the bedroom while you and your wife are in the that other bedroom. That would be kind of strange, but could I'm save tra- you thousands, dude. He's not doing that. You, do, you just sleep upstairs, roll out in the morning. I, I you know, no, 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 no. You you'd want. be talking his ear off. You'd be, you, yeah, you'd be <laughs> no, annoying. No, 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 no. I, 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 trust, I, I it, I'm an attorney down here. And I'm, you're, you're almost your exact same age. And it would be so chill, and it would cost him nothing. You want to? Go Is your wife okay with it? Oh, now he's yeah, intrigued. I'll talk to her. Listen, we got. Is kids. your wife? No, I just want her. To, what your wife look like? I just want her to be down with it. <laughs> oh, she's down with it. She knows I listen to you guys all the time. I run around the house. With the you guys have like a pineapple a... thing on your front door. What's going on here? <laughs> oh no, no, no! Plus, <laughs> Upside down pineapple. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I've listened to you guys long enough to know that Lurch ain't into that. So uh, <laughs> he, might be he, is, he is right on that. Yeah, uh, that's, that's true. true. Right. I mean, Lurch used to do the, the train bit 
where you're basically no, jumping on a moving train to save. I'm jumping on a moving train. <laughs> <laughs> Slight save exaggeration. Affair. Save affair. Did you, yeah. didn't you say it was 900 bucks and like a two night minimum? Yeah, but he's not going to stay there. Bro, it's it's crazy. Um, yeah. Look, I'm Chris. Offered, hey, I'm, I'm offering graduation. If you want, you can crash. Now the graduation. Now the graduation weekend. That's a three night minimum. Oh. All right, and it's Dude, about six hundred a night. I got two sons in medical school. I, we're all in Dude, the same boat. Literally, here. I'd rather. Be how, how far is your front door from Virginia Tech? You said fifteen miles. Fifteen miles, twenty-four minutes taking the back road, and you know the back road. <laughs> yeah, it's twenty-five minutes. Prices. You're definitely gonna know the back road. <laughs> He's gonna know. All right, all right Chris. Let me do this. Yeah. Give yeah. give um give Drabby your cell. I will contact okay. you You're if I'm considering it. Well, probably not for the football weekends, but maybe for graduation. He would weekend. stay with a stranger. What are you like? Are you into what is that it'll, thing with people do? You save me some cash. Dude, do that? He's trusting. It's not really a stranger. It's a junkie's Look, listener. I mean, it's, it's just a, a possibility. <laughs> it's pretty close stranger. to a stranger. Yeah. Well, the stranger that he goes to Pebble Beach every year with was a stranger, and now it's a friend. Yeah, this yeah, guy he's got his own have, hotel room. This guy doesn't have a Gulfstream jet. Yeah, he's, he's an attorney. He's an attorney. Yeah, what does an attorney mean? Who cares? I'm not just an attorney. I'm Bish. We have a mutual friend. Uh-huh. You, you, the initials are JP, and you've mentioned him before on the air. Just say his name. JP. Jordan Poole? Hey, uh, JP. No, no. It, it's, it's somebody that, that's, a, that's a judge now. Oh, Jimmy Plowman. That's my boy. All hey, right. JP. He, 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 he and I are doing the exact same. What he used to be, I am down here. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah. All right. Look, stay on hold. All right. All right. Give Drabby your cell, and I'll contact you. Yeah. How about that? All right. Thanks for the it. offer, too, Chris. Appreciate yeah, man. Yes. All right. All right. It's a possibility. Yeah, I would yeah, never yeah. Do you know that. what? Don't close Do you know the door. how much money I've got booked for hotels I, right now? I, I stay in a hotel every weekend. <laughs> I've got, I'm going to Nashville for the Virginia Tech Vanderbilt game. I'm going to Virginia Tech for the uh, Rutgers game. I'm going to Virginia Tech for, on a Thursday night for Boston College. You're going to more games than Brett And Pye. I'm going to the Clemson game. <laughs> Four. That's, uh, what's that, eight nights? Yeah, that's a lot. You do the math on the eight nights on, on football weekends. Hey, I've I've heard all I did, your I did that every weekend, two nights a weekend, every weekend, <laughs> fall and spring. Say, right, you know how it is. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not nine hundred. That's why I stay in cheapies. <laughs> I don't understand why he's going. Well, he's going, going to see his kids. Well, I know, but it's, why am I going to the go games? Down there one time in the fall semester. I know. I'm just trying four, four home games. I'm just trying to take. <laughs> a, well, the Nashville trip is, is. He wants to go to Center Street get hammered. Drabby, it's because first of all, I like going to the games. All right, I like the atmosphere, but I feel like this is it. This, this is the, the last, last time. Last hurrah. Once my girls are graduating, I'll, I'll never see them. I'll never see them. So I'm taking advantage of it. Well, I, your one daughter's living at your house. I'm just saying, in five years, they're <laughs> both going to be out of the house, probably married, and I'll never see them. Well, like JP said, you spend whatever, how many years, their first 18 years, and the rest of their life, you spend one year with them. Right. You wait until your kids That's are in college. Estimate. If your kids uh, are I've in college, that. you know, big football schools, you'll be going to their games. Promise. Mm hmm. I'll There's tell people zero do. chance. You will. You will. You don't think you will? What do you think we'll, you'll do? do? You think my parents flew to uh, Arizona State? To no, no, no. no. My, par- my parents didn't even go to my games. I go to all my kids' games. <laughs> my parents would drop me off and then well, look, didn't if, even ask me how the game was. If your kids are going to school, you know, 18 states away, all right, different. But if they're in-state, right. you'll be going to their games. You will. My parents you love think, college football. You'll, you'll be going to big games. My parents didn't come to one single Terps game. I know, but it's different. It is different now. It, it, people just are Plus more Maryland. It, I mean, it's not involved. like a going yeah. away to school. Yeah, 
And maybe you felt that way from Pasadena, but I doubt it. I just know I would never stay in a bed and breakfast. I would never <laughs> stay in a listener's house. I would stay in anybody's freaking house. If I did Unless that. Unless it was butt empty and I had the key to it. If I did that, it would be just like a, a, like a guy's weekend or a dad's right. weekend. I'm not bringing my wife. And Oh, the other thing is I, I bring my dog usually. Oh, I got to have a true. pet friendly place. That guy, he'd probably let you tear up his house. He doesn't probably that guy probably put peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> don't, you, yeah. don't you stay in hotels where some madman came through and killed someone in the lobby? No, I didn't stay in that hotel, but that, that did happen. Yeah. yeah. No, but I stay, I'm, listen, I stay in cheap hotels. I stay in the basics, the, the Hyatt's, the, you know, all that's the, where the I'm staying. basic hotels. I don't stay in fancy hotels. Uh, you're in like I'm mid, you're in those mid-tier places. hotels. You're not staying at the real numbers. You're not staying like in a red roof. Well, I'm not or staying with a super crackheads. Yeah. But I'm staying in. Yeah, you're like m- mid-price hotel, average hotel, yeah. like literally an average. Hotel. I'm staying in average hotels, but they yeah. charge you an arm and a leg oh, for football. Yeah, they jack it up. You know, I know. I know. I, now they do that same thing, it, it, like say at Cornell, but the most it might go up is like 400 bucks or something. Yeah. But you know, it's not like Virginia Tech, but. When Clemson goes to Blacksburg, they're charging whatever they want. Right. Because, first of all, the Clemson fans, they're traveling. They've got you by the Bozak. And then, you know, the Tech fans want to go see them play Clemson. Yep. So, I, it is it's what it what is. It's what the market will bear. It is what it I is. I just would never stay in a stranger's house with them in it. Well, I haven't stayed there what? yet. Have you ever looked up Airbnbs? You, you looked that up, right? Chris could probably kill me in the middle of the night. Right. Definitely yeah. could. Or he might just be a nice guy who's hooking you. Like... Your boy who you now go Chances to Pebble are, with. He's the likelihood nice is he's just a nice guy that wants to hook you. But yeah. the reality is, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to look at him. Okay, <laughs> you're a curmudgeon. <laughs> who would want to do that? It is kind of weird. I'm, I, I go away to go away. I'm, I'm big time. I'm big time. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I kind of need to stay in my own spot. Hey, yeah. Bish, yeah. you want to go to Sharky's with me tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. No, listen. But you're, I don't you're know. You're semi-famous. And you've made millions. You're not staying with some stranger. <laughs> hey, Bish, help Although me move I this couch like into my cash. van. Get it on the inside. I do like saving money. It makes it easier. What size are you? <laughs> <laughs> Sizing you up. All right, Chris, did you get his number? You're going to call him. Yeah, I think you're going to use him. I, I think you're going to use him. He may utilize that resource at some point. Hey, hey Luca can play with his dog, Precious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. You have a puppy play dog, date. Dog play date. I like that. Oh, All right, man. let's go to Don't you Jeff my precious? in Columbia. Jeff, what's up? Hey, what's up, boys? What's hey, up? Man. What's up? Would you do that? Would you stay I'll... with a stranger? I mean, I'm nubs. <laughs> so you would? So you would? So you would? I'll take. He's team nubs. Yeah, man. I'm I'm saving up for two colleges. I gotta buy a house soon. I'm nubs. Yeah, yeah, but wouldn't you rather just be broke than just stay with a stranger? No, I would rather be very much not broke than do most things. Okay, all right. Just have to say I would agree with that. All right. What's up? You know, I wanted to make a point I hadn't really heard on the show yet, which is everybody wants to hire, uh, I mean, especially Cakes, wants to hire an offensive-minded coach. Correct. And I totally understand the merits there. Mm -hmm. But my thing is I would rather have the best coach available get to a point where we're very good and have people want our OC. Like, that's a great problem to have in this town. Could you imagine losing the NFC championship game and have our people poached? What an amazing problem to have. Like, let's just get to there first. Right. You know, I, I think the Lions will be fine Something next to be said year. To that. They're going to lose like their quarter. Yeah, EB. 
you want, you know what? You want to be the Detroit Lions. I know it tilts you, but the Lions, everybody's mm. sniffing around their coordinators. No, but he brings trying up a good to point. Pick yeah. Guys off. Yeah, if you're ha- if you're having success and they're <laughs> plucking off your assistants, which by the way happened at Alabama every year, mm-hmm. Nick Saban it, would lose. It just happened. It just happened in Philadelphia, right? Didn't and they? And they suffered a little bit by losing the. Yep. Most people yeah, say that they the suffered playoffs. because they lost. Their coordinators. Well, that's why they're changing their offensive coordinator. They, didn't they bring in Kellen Moore? Yes. Yep. So. And, and Fangio, Fangio, right? And yep. Fangio. They're switching them up. They mixed Wholesale both of them. No, but the I like the point you're making. Mm-hmm. I like the point you're making. But yes, like, hire the best guy. Hire the best guy, win, and then deal with other teams wanting your guys. That's actually a brilliant point. Mm-hmm. I'll give All you boys, credit. Enjoy it. Have a good day. All right, Jeffy. Give you credit there. Jeffy. You know what, do you want to go stay at his house? <laughs> go ahead and meet him He's for dinner. He's got a place down there. I'd, yeah. I'd be open to it. It's convenient. All right, don't forget, before the show is done, you'll have a chance to win tickets to Gabriel. Can I finish Iglesias's. my EP? No. Sure, we can do that next, but we will give away the tickets to Gabriel Iglesias before the show is done, so keep listening. This portion of the Junks is brought to you by Offenbachers. Visit them in Annapolis, Rockville, or Herndon for a huge selection of outdoor furniture, fire pits, Hot tubs and swim spas. All right, you want me to tell you what else is going on in the world of Hollywood? Please, I'm mean, just waiting we ba- to be we entertained. Barely, we barely got through it. Just waiting over I mean, here. You guys are huge True Detective guys, right? I liked yes. season one, then I kind of fell off. Well, Although I did like se- it when we had Mahershala one, Ali. Season one was, that was fantastic. season three. Yeah. Season two was weird. Yeah. I liked season two, Rachel though. McAdams and Whoops. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, and, yeah, yeah. Who am I missing? Ka, um, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Okay, right? he was in that. It wasn't the great. cast. It was good, but it just it was a Colin, season three. I, I, I thought was good. It. With season three was really Herschel good. Ali and Stephen Dorff. Stephen season three had more of a season one vibe. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of it was a little darker. And so far, season four, I've thoroughly enjoyed the first two episodes. I've seen just one episode. I've got to watch two and three. Mm-hmm. Well, episode the, the vibe, three, the vibe, still I, killing it. The vibe I get is they're going to revert back to season one somehow. I think there's a tie-in to season one. Valdez, are you still in? By the way, season three ratings did 2.7 million viewers. So uh, it's growing, okay? That's what tends to happen mm-hmm. with the great shows. They kind of grow. Max hasn't died. Along. Remember we predicted that Max was going to die because... Well, I mean, we said it was a terrible name change to go from HBO to Max. I still... Yeah. Stand by that, but I've I've kind of gotten used to it. You've gotten used kind to it. Kind of like I've gotten used to wizards instead of bullets. You get used <laughs> to things after a while. Valdez, is your theory from the first episode still intact? Still in play? Well, I haven't seen episode three, but my my theory after the first episode still intact. It may not be that exact thing that <laughs> I pointed at, but yeah. right. But it has the same kind of trajectory. I liked your dart throw. I I think it's very plausible. Speaking of dark, how about that town, Ennis, Alaska? How dark and depressing <laughs> is that place? Yeah. Is that one of those deals where they only have like four or five hours of sunlight well, or something? I think that's the reason it's, it's called yeah. dark country. Yeah. yeah. Is that what it's called? There's no, there's no sunlight. But I believe there's, I, I think well, I mean, Ennis, Alaska is a fictional place. Yeah, right? I understand yeah, that. Yeah. But there are towns yeah, like that. I oh, saw yeah, yeah. a movie about, I mean, it's a movie, but then I see a movie. Wasn't there a movie about that where it was only a few hours of. Sunlight in the I know you haven't Alaska. seen this movie, but Drab T-Shirt and I both enjoy it. It's called 30 Days of Night, and it's set in Barrow, Alaska, where they when have that, literally... When did that movie come out? 15 years ago. I might have seen it. It's about vampires. Oh, <laughs> I, I actually, I think it. you're thinking about, isn't it Insomnia? Was, Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Al Pacino? Was, Steve, was, um, was um, Robin Williams in it? Maybe. maybe. I'm going to go maybe. 
I think he might have. Think been. he might have been. Yeah. How yeah. sick is that? But Robin Williams and Al Pacino were not in Thirty Days of Night, so that's right. a good flick. Right. Robin Williams was an insomnia. Mm, good poll. Also, it appears Hillary Swank. Mm. Um, Jason. Yeah. Your former girlfriends, the uh, the uh, the Bella twins. <laughs> Oh they're uh, they're in a uh, sex. I guess they're responding to the sex trafficking lawsuit against uh, Vince McMahon and their stepfather, John Laurinaitis. Who's John Laurinaitis? He's a former wrestler. Is that right? Was oh, he part of the Road Warriors? I think so. Is he half um, of the? I think that's right. So Vince McMahon stepped down again. Is that right? I didn't follow this over the weekend. Yeah, he stepped down again because new allegations came out. Another lawsuit. Um, there, the, the, this woman is claiming that, uh, he trafficked her and other WWE employees for sexual acts, including, uh, one to John Laurinaitis, a former wrestler and Nikki and Bree's stepfather. So that's how those girls got into the business or did that happen later? Like, is that how they got into the wrestling business? Cause I'm f- not sure they're uh-huh. from Phoenix. So I, I'm not sure how is they, is that Matt they... Laurinaitis's dad? Laurinaitis is the brother of the of one of the Road Warriors. Oh, he's the brother. He's like an okay. executive guy. This guy, and, he, and he's been in. This guy, yeah. I mean, yeah. he came down to the ring. He was like a character. And stuff. Okay. Uh huh. So, but I mean, yeah, Vince is a sicko. It just the depraved acts that he was doing with these women and the text. I mean, he was treating these women like they they were characters on the wrestling show in the Attitude Era. <laughs> so, like give, the way give, he, give more details. Well, he, he did a duty. Uh, I think he did a duty on someone's head. Uh-huh. Why? That's a pretty yeah. Maybe they detail. were into it. Maybe they were into it. I think that she, it's pretty gross. Well, it was an employee. I know. Obviously, it's gross, but I think she, she he made her someone take photos for Brock Lesnar, naked photos of herself, send them to Brock. Uh-huh. I think I mean, they maybe get Brock, Brock to resign. So, I mean, so Vince <laughs> is basically a know. terrible human. And and we've said it many times. Anytime this topic comes up, we had Linda, his wife, on our show. She was totally charming, mm-hmm. a smart woman. I think she's one of the CEOs or whatever of his company. How does she deal with all this nonsense? Well, couldn't have Vince gotten out of this unscathed, right? No. Except be coming back. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like he was kind of the back of everyone's mind. He was out the door. Everyone kind no, of moved on. he came back. They, yeah. And, then, and, then, came... They, and then they sold to Endeavor. Which is the UFC group. Once mm-hmm. they sold and he no longer had board rights, of course they yanked him right off. Right. Mm-hmm. That's He's what toxic. happened. Yeah, yeah. It's not a response to the lawsuit. That's not why he stepped down. No, no. Yeah. Once the news came out on Friday, Thursday or Friday, he resigned immediately. Because he, it, yeah. he, he knew he had no shot. Right. Um, so anyway, I guess previously this woman, Grant is her last name, that's making these allegations. She had settled for like three million bucks. Um, including signing a non-disclosure, but I guess she's going in for another lawsuit. So no, who knows? No, 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 no. Vince stopped paying her. Oh, she didn't, she didn't get her three million. Oh, she got a million, the... and she got bitter. Mm. So um, <clears throat> Shannon Doherty is back in the news, and fortunately, this time it's a, somewhat of a better uh, update on her health battle. She claims, or you know, she's saying that. Um, she had some treatments after, you know, it spread to her brain and her bones mm. and the treatments weren't really working, but to, she told him to stick with it. And by the fifth or sixth treatment, they really started to see a breakthrough. So she's having some positive results. That's good. Um, she says she believes in miracles and she thinks this is somewhat of a miracle. So she's been dealing with this since 2015. 
mm-hmm. came back in 2019, returned to stage four. She's only 52 years old. And the sick thing is, I don't know if we ever talked about this, but her husband at the time, when she was going through all this, he was running around on her. Oh, he the, was? Yeah, that's why oh. they ended up getting divorced. She's Oof. going through like terrible, you know. Well, I mean, he looks like the Kurt, world's biggest heel. Who was yeah. it? Kurt Osborenko? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's his deal? Kurt Osborenko. I don't know. That guy's a piece <laughs> of garbage. Super, super horny. Uh, that's probably well, his it's deal. A, it's a minimum he's super horny. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. This, this disgusts me. I'm sorry. It's just disgusting, and you—if you don't like it, you could shove it. <laughs> but these climate protesters that are th- that, that are defacing the—I the, saw the that. Loop. Was that in France? In Paris, all right. Yeah. Um, they hurled pumpkin soup at the Mona Lisa on Sunday, and then they, they, they make it. Honestly, I'm sure that that thing is protected. Oh, it's behind like armored glass. I'm it sure is. it is. Yeah. But it's just... Well, they're idiots. They're idiots. They're the bottom of the barrel. I don't care what you think. Anybody who actually would have pumpkin soup is also an idiot. (laughs) That's idiotic. I can't imagine that being good. But then throwing it on the Mona Lisa is just just dumb. All all of these wackos. They're just going Mm. AD grab. Massive AD grab is all that is. You guys are wackos. (laughs) I hate you. Sorry. Wouldn't it be great if they just what? had a like a canine waiting in a cage right by that, and as soon as someone throws pumpkin soup let it out, they just let it go and right. just yeah. All just, these people that stop traffic and do all this stuff, yeah. Like, God, send in the dogs. Yeah. Send in that the dogs. will clean all this up. Yeah. Chew them up, spit them out. Yeah, you wouldn't see people throwing paint on executives. I'm with you. Or like right. oil. <laughs> we would nip that in the bud with you a want quickness. Protest, protest. Go get a, a permit and protest like everybody mm. else. You sit on three ninety five. We release twelve, you know, yeah. right? Like, Rottweilers, yeah, the, the twelve Roddy. It's like I told Rom, you put your foot under my wheel, I'm gonna drive over it. And I did and that, ple- and I did too. Yep, both. Of them. And I said, please, please don't put your body over there because you're gonna force me to murder you. Don't want that. Please don't do it, but I will do it. But again, Can't just give him his hero glass. These are these are everlasting ads for yeah. Rom. Rom is no different than these wackos. Do you think they're wackos? They're the worst people. Hey, speaking of driving, did you see the update on the Bay Bridge accident? I did not. We we claimed that it was fog related. Yeah, it wasn't. It was caused by a uh, crazy driver. What happened? The driver was going nuts, speeding, and you know, even out, darting in it. Yeah, and that caused a forty-three car accident or whatever it was. Apparently, they're looking for that car. Oh, oh, they have video. I guess the bridge has video everywhere. They They must because, but maybe it was foggy. If you're ever super careful when you're really I don't think, fog, I'm not going to say there wasn't fog, but no, that was fog. I saw. Images. Yeah, but that's but they're looking for that driver because they're saying he caused or yeah. he or she I'm caused. I'm sure it. he he or she I did. I do not get that. Aren't you guys like the most careful when you're driving on that bridge or yeah. any massive yeah. suspension I have to turn bridge? my brain off. Usually, all I can but Jason once admitted to falling asleep on the bridge. Right? Well, that was, was, all, he was <laughs> yes, it did. I'm happen. just saying, falling asleep. That happened a long time. Ago. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. Yes, I was in college. When I leave work here every day, to this day, I still have almost fall asleep. Micro naps. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 traumatizing. Highway hypnosis. It, our, our guy happens. don't sleep. He should send me a couple cases. Oh, and let, I can have it just in my car. Let me just say, I was <laughs> caught in a traffic jam yesterday because I refused to go my old way home on the G Dub Parkway. Oh. I know. Head to the it's, B-Dub Parkway. It's actually, it's, it's tilted. The B-Dub Parkway has been terrible lately. No, no, the no. Ugliest, the ugliest, I challenge all of you, all of you listening to, to go find an uglier stretch of road <laughs> than the yes. stretch between, basically, when you get off, like, Navy Yard, get on yeah. get on 50 or, yeah. you know, like, B-Dub Parkway, 295, yeah. 
local <laughs> between that and BW Parkway. It's like a four-mile yeah. stretch. Yeah, it's awful. Here's what like it you is. You pass RFK. It's yeah, RFK. It's awful. It's, it's nasty. urban blight. It's construction. It's There's trash. trash everywhere. Trash everywhere. <laughs> it's the. It's so unesthetically You know pleasing. when you come into D.C.? Because I had to do it the it other day. It is gross. When I was going into the National Harbor for my daughter's volleyball yeah. tournament. As soon as it splits, like you're on BW Park, as yep. soon as it splits, trash. Split to the left. Yes, you the split, split the left, to the left. All of a sudden, oh. it's like they abandoned the road. It is so bad. There's so much trash out there. It's like San Francisco. But when mm. I'm, I'm I'm sitting there in gridlock, and all I'm doing, I'm, I'm just scanning like, oh, trash. Person driving on the shoulder, disrespecting all the traffic laws. <laughs> RFK rotting off in the distance. Mm-hmm. It's just like, <laughs> it's like a hellscape. <laughs> Find an uglier stretch of road. I, I, I dare you. You can't. No, no, no. You can't. I thought about that this weekend. It's impossible for you to find but, one. Well, also, what's going on? Because that's my route after work these days. Yeah. What's going on there? Why are they having all that backup on BW Parkway? I, because everyone's using that instead of trying to go over the 14th Street Bridge because they're doing no, but construction. There's, there's construction, I think, around that. Yeah, too. I don't know. It's, there's I need, something going on I need on a different route home. <laughs> you yeah, need to find a, thir- yeah. a tertiary yeah, route home. Because the one where you would go on the GW Parkway, mm-hmm. that's, 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 that's that they're that doing road work. They're yeah. moving four lanes down to one lane, essentially. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm in, I'm in I'm it every day. i drive through, actually through the city, I guess. That's that's my next That's time. why I, it's I, my last resort. I actually pray for rain yeah. when we're leaving work. Yeah. Because they don't do the construction if it's raining. Ah. So there's no traffic, but if it's a nice day, yeah, they'll be. It'll uh, be a twenty minute. How long backup. does it take to fill in some potholes? I don't know. They're taking forever. <laughs> Getting on my nerves. Been going on for like two weeks now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just gross. All right, got to take a break. When we come back, we'll give you a chance to win those tickets I've been hyping up throughout the show for Gabriel Iglesias's "Don't Worry, Be Fluffy" tour. It's coming to Eagle Bank Arena, so keep listening for your chance to win. Remember this Friday night, it's 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 Live. It's Friday, February 2nd, 8 p.m. at the Bethesda Theater. We'll be joined on stage by special guest Jonathan Allen to talk about the future of the Commanders and more. It's all off-air, on stage, and uncensored. You can get your tickets today at BethesdaTheater.com. Presented by Main Street Bank, Cheer Local, Bank Local. Put their team in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com. For more info, so get those tickets while there are still some available. Are you going to practice? practice. Carlos wants yeah. to for you to practice. Yes, I'm going to go Friday home night. and practice, yeah, so I'm ready for Friday night. Hmm. Um. God, what was it? I wanted to bring something up. Oh, damn it! I can't remember now. Well, <laughs> while you're trying to remember what you were going to bring up, yes, it's just a couple little interesting things I saw. I saw this sit down. Did you see the sit down with uh, Connor Bedard, who's a stud? Mm-hmm. Young number player, pick. number one overall pick Black in the Hawks. NHL yep. with Wemby, the number one pick. <clears throat> I did not in see the NBA. this. No. So I'm not even sure how how tall Connor Bedard is. I'm going to guess he's about 5'11", maybe six, six feet tall. Six feet tall? Yep. He asked Wemby how old he was when he was his height. Huh. <laughs> well, Take a guess. Eight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, how tall is Wemby? Like 7'5", seven, 7'6"? Uh, I don't Maybe know. not seven that. two to seven, seven four yeah, or somewhere there. Seven three ish. Ten. Ten years, nine years old. Nine years old. <laughs> nine years old. He was six feet tall. He's listed mm. as five ten. Okay, five ten. So yeah. at nine, he was our height. Cakes actually taller yeah, than I'm, us. I, I wish I was five ten. <laughs> Those lofty heights. The other thing I wanted to bring up, I saw um, Kevin Seifert on ESPN tweet this out, and then I just saw Greg Olson had a similar tweet. We were criticizing. 
Dan Campbell for going for it on two occasions. In the third quarter, with about seven minutes left, left they were up by 14 points, opted not to kick the field goal, went for it on fourth and two, and then later in the game where they could have tied it would have been a 47-yard field goal. Right. Well, <clears throat> as it turns out, Badgley, their kicker, mm-hmm. I know Jason gave some stats of like nine for 11, mm-hmm. but those were 40 to 49. If you actually look at 45-plus, he is nubs. In the last three years, 45 to 49 yarders, mm-hmm. all right, which I think the first one would have been 45 or 46. Mm-hmm. The second one would have been 47 or 48. Seven for 14. Ooh. He's a 50-50 shot on those. <laughs> so I'm sure Campbell is, you know, the the. I'm sure there's an analytics person saying, hey, the kicker's 50% here. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, that's just emboldening. Okay, him. but if he only hit 50% of those two kicks, it could have made a difference. It could have. For them. It could have. Especially the first one. If he hits that one, then you're up three scores and not two. I don't know. I think the first one I definitely felt like I had no problem with them going <clears> for it because <throat> they still had offensive momentum in the game just based on the first half. It was their first possession. They were moving down the ball. All right, so I don't know where he got those stats, but in 2022 and 23, when he was kicking for Detroit, it says he was from 40 to 49, he was 9 for 11. Again, that's 40 to 49. They might have all been 41-yarders. Okay, but that's, but, he's still, but that's still only two misses. That's not seven misses. You yeah, seven I said this 14. was over three years. Okay, that, so you're going back to Chicago. It actually says, starting back in 2020, he had 14 attempts. Oh, yeah, you're going back four years. 14 <laughs> attempts from 45 to 49. He's just looking at the bad body of work. He was 8 he for hit, 13 in 2020. He hit seven of them. Yeah, but he was much better the last two years. Just point and that out. Greg Olson tweeted, Michael Badgley, career 48-plus. So specifically, 48 yards or longer, mm-hmm. <clears throat> 45%. Yeah, he's... Now, that might include a 60-yard attempt. Well, listen, I told you this earlier. Well, for for his career, 37 for 48 from 40 to 49. So right. in his career, he's missed 11 of them. Well, about two games before that against the Rams, he, he crushed a 54-yarder down the middle of the uprights. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, if, the, if they didn't have faith on him, I'm not blaming it on that. If they he wouldn't didn't have be faith, He wouldn't be on the roster. Yeah. If they don't Hard think he can kick a 45-yarder, you can't be in the NFL today. Because guys are hitting 65-yarders like... Somewhat routinely. All I'm saying is Greg like Olson yeah. Greg Olson tweeted, the biggest criticism used against analytics is that it doesn't take into account the team or situation. Then he points Michael Badgley 45% on these kicks. He says, why doesn't the take the points crowd include these pieces of info? Okay. It's not, he's trying to rationalize He's saying it. that it's, it's actually a greater percentage based on that kick that he's going to miss the kick. If you go back four years. Based on his history. Sure. Yeah, but his recent history. Recent history is better. Good, and he's been in practice. He's been hitting them good. Yeah. He's making them all the time. So I, I just don't think that they would have him on the roster if they didn't have faith in him making a 45-yarder. I mean, you should ask him. Yeah, I don't think he would ask be. Ask Campbell, do you think, what do you think your chances of your kicker, that guy making a 45-yarder? Yeah. Whatever the hell it was. Well, the second yarder. one was second a 48 was a or 49. Yeah. It would have been a, about a 48, yeah. I think. But like I said, even if he hits 50% of those. If it's the first one, they're up three scores. If it's the second one, they've tied it. Okay, but yeah. going for it on fourth down might be a 52% chance. I'm sure it is, but there's so many things that can happen when you You can't go just for push it. every little edge. Like, that's where I think they go wrong. you got to take situation into account. You don't want to go with the greater probability? If that's your greater always... probability is a fourth down conversion versus a fourth down field goal, wouldn't you go with the fourth down conversion? I, that's where I have a problem with that. Like I have a problem with the math because – 
The, my example Every is, situation is different. My example is poker. I mean, over time, that might be over 100 times. That yeah. might be the right way to go. But in this one isolated incident, I think it's important to go up three scores. Yeah, but it's just like flipping a coin on any individual. Oh, taking in the emotion of the game, the pressure of the situation, the way my defense is playing. Well, of the way course they, you have to take they, those. Take, in case. Exactly. That's why I say the first one, the first one I thought, I have no problem with him going for it. He's going for the kill, trying to get a 21-point lead. You have a 14-point lead, and your offense has been rolling. Yeah, you don't expect. You just lose momentum. Based on the first half, you don't expect to all of a sudden not move the ball in the second half. And some of that's on Ben Johnson. We haven't talked that much about Ben Johnson. You realize they ran up and down the field in the first half with uh-huh. Gibbs and Montgomery, and then they basically didn't run the ball in the second half. Well, they did run the ball on a third down from the two. And didn't get it, so they had to Which turn was the timeout. That was a, I saw Tom Brady criticizing that. was a that. bad play. Like, what? you got to throw there. You, you definitely yeah. have to throw there. Save your time. You out. burned probably. Look, they made a bunch of coaching. Slash, but then, they, they made a also, bunch of coaching like, slash player mistakes they're so that good, led to the loss. They're so good at scoring within the five-yard line the mm-hmm. last couple of years with Jamal Williams and, yeah. and Monty. They, just, they know that's one of their strengths. Yeah, but they threw on first and second down, I believe. Okay, they he's, did. he's being a little threw, unorthodox threw, with his play call. Threw, through, ran through. Right. If and I, scored on the fourth If point. I was a cynical guy, I would just say, they're the Lions. Are you surprised? <laughs> they're the Lions. Of course they choked. Hey, well, Dan Campbell maybe said something super honest that most coaches don't say. Afterwards, he said he told his players, we might not be back. He said, this could be your one shot. That's yeah. right. I mean, well, he's, that's he's, totally true. he's being completely that's honest. Always there. true. You never I know, know but usually you pump spot. it up and say, we're going to be back here. We're going to work hard and get back well, here. Well, I think that <laughs> is maybe something that's, that's charming about him. He's honest. It's very raw, raw. <laughs> that's, that's what he said. He said, if you don't work hard, we're not going to be back here. There's yeah, no guarantees. Yeah. So you got to bust yeah. your ass this offseason. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he used it as, a, as incentive. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Not disincentive. Yes. Yeah. Going to probably lose one of the coordinators, though. Not going to lose both. Hope he loses him here to the commanders. I never seen so much hype for a guy like I'm giddy. I'm giddy like, about nobody the knows, really knows anything He had never it. heard of him a year ago. I know. Wrong. Definitely knew who Ben Johnson was last year. Okay, you're wrong. Eight but, two uh, years ago. Two years ago, you're correct. <laughs> yeah. Last year, Ben Johnson squarely on my radar. I he ain't the only guy that can scheme up offense. No. Plenty of guys can scheme up offense. Don't worry. They're going to get somebody. It has to be better and than the enemy and Turner's offense. <laughs> The, well, and those that, guys, it can't you know be what? That hard. Just, just to watch cakes explode, I'm rooting for Dan Quinn and his offense coordinator, so Eric Bieniemy. So oh, well, that was uh, not Bieniemy. Why would you, you know be so explode? explode? If that happened, I would, I would boycott watching them. I would just have to look at. Box I, might, scores. I might officially become a Ravens I just wouldn't fan. Watch. If, if I'd be Bieniemy so becomes offense coordinator. He that, that, sucks. You know what that would tell me? What if, if he gave Josh, the best interview? Your whole theory of the best the, interview. You, know, you mean the guy that went 0 for 100 in interviews before? <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure he didn't give the best interview. If if he hires Quinn and Bienemy, that combo tells me that Josh Harris has officially gone insane. Oh. He's like lost his faculties. Bienemy's one job this year, it wasn't even to win football games. It was to nurture and develop the young quarterback. And instead, he threw him to the freaking wolves. I do like these And he it. never... He never <laughs> protected him and get put him in the best opportunity to succeed. Never. And listen, Hal bears a lot of responsibility for it. He yeah. was flailing yeah. in the second half. He was bad. But he could have protected him. The anger you. He ruined our asset. <laughs> I it's wonder, like, if, anger. It's I wonder like if, if you bought a new car and you 
it's, smashed it into you know the wall. What? It's a distressed asset. It was an okay it's not asset. That silly of an asset. It was a pretty good asset. It wasn't he something you're going to build the future on. That you asset. might have. Uh, he smashed it into the wall. Right, we'll agree to disagree. He ruined it. it. It was a TJ Maxx quarterback. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I hope he gets traded to another team and then he becomes a fan of that team. We're going to hook up Sam callers Houser. 10 and 11 right now at 800-636-1067. You're going to score two tickets to Gabriel Iglesias's. Don't worry, be fluffy tour March 14th and 15th at Eagle Bank Arena. Tickets are on sale right now, but callers 10 and 11, you win. Be Mitch and Finley, up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 